Okay, I'm Warwick Davis, and you're listening to Below the Belt Show. Nice! Okay, <laughs> cheers, Thank guys. You. Cheers. Thanks, Warwick. The Below the Belt Show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. That's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTV Below the Belt Show in the Mother Effin' House. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. Guys, we have another incredible show as BTV always delivers the best in entertainment, commentary, and interviews. And that's right. We have a great panel that we're going to introduce to you guys right now, starting with, that's right, guys, he is back by popular demand. He is the Cal Drogo of the DMV from the hood to Hollywood, Lion Beckwith. What up, people? How y'all feeling? I know y'all miss me. I feel it's it in my bones. Oh, my goody, goody gumdrops. <laughs> I am back. It's been a minute, Lion. We are glad to have you back on BTV Airwaves. Absolutely. And I am glad to be back because I miss you. (laughs) (laughs) And let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. He is back in the captain's chair. He is actor extraordinaire. He is Big Nick, a.k.a. The Captain. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. Yes, yes. I love it. And that's right. For her second time. On Below the Belt show, we got to hang out at the Sundance Film Festival. We brought her into BTB sometime a few months ago, and we had to have her back, guys. She's the lovely and talented actress extraordinaire, <laughs> Vanessa Meadows. Emphasis on, on lovely. Uh, oh. Thank you. Why don't I get a nickname? Let, can we think of something everyone, right now? Everyone gets a nickname. Yeah. Everybody I already wrote a couple of my here now. Now she's kind of established. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> do you have any like existing nicknames? Uh, just people call me V. V. Okay. V. Okay. And uh, in school, some people call me Flush because my last name was Crane, and Crane was on our toilets at school. Oh. oh. That that almost went so many different directions. Because yeah. <laughs> at first I thought she was going to say Fluff, <laughs> and I was like, Well. <laughs> And pray tell. Well, I think why? we're going to have to think of something a little better. We'll think of something. Uh, we'll think of something. So by okay. the next time you're on Below the Belt Show, we're going to announce your new nickname. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's but she, fine. She, she reminds me like of a Black Widow. Oh. Does she got like a Black <laughs> Widow vibe? She's got the Black Widow vibe. Okay. She got the, the red hair. Yeah. Like a Scarlett Johansson vibe. A bit. Oh, That's what bit. you're thinking? A bit. The, the, oh, a bit Scarlet, murderous. Scarlett Widow herself. Oh, How about that? Scarlett Widow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, good. that's a combination of Scarlet Witch and Black Widow. Right. Yeah. Okay. See, you see okay. where I'm going there. <laughs> I, 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 very clever. The Scarlet Widow. But she'd have to be a widow hmm. first. She'd have yeah, to. Yeah, she's got to be oh, a widow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, and, yes. Uh, I don't yes. Think and I'm quite married. I guess we got to murder <laughs> your It's no problem, because yeah. I'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry. I heard that on Below the Belt. Well, it was a little Below the Belt. It was a little Below the Belt. Wow. So much to talk about. I regret nothing. So much to talk about, surprised. Let's start because it's been oh, a minute, Lion. You have anything to plug and promote? Because last week we did promote Big Nick's. Promote, yep. Really quick, Fat Guy with a Shotgun. Fat Guy with a Shotgun on awesome. Amazon Prime, yes. streaming and on DVD. Yes! Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good job, good job. Line back with you. Uh, so I just, I, I actually just got cast in a role um, horror movie um, nice. called awesome. Yield. And um, by um, Happy Horrors Production. It's about um, driving in Maryland and who people who don't know how to yield. Well, through the hood. Oh, um, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know when the people walk in front of your car and they wait, they take forever to get past? Yeah, so that's the whole and, and movie, right? And they look right? at you like, yeah. like, like, like you're holding yeah, them you're, up. Yeah. Right, so like, like they... Like, you're the asshole for sitting in your car. For yielding. For, exactly. So, Lion, yeah. you're not going to be killed first. No, you know it's in my contract because I'm half black. That right, I cannot because be killed usually in horror movies, <laughs> the black actors, the black guy always dies in the right. movie. But yep, but yeah, since I'm first. I'm mixed, it, I'm 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 half black. Half You'll be halfway I, I get through the movie. Halfway you get through halfway the movie. Okay, <laughs> right. But I do dramatically fall twice. Okay. Not once, but <laughs> twice. Okay. And they, I mean, when I tell you, they tear me up in this movie. Good, good, yeah. goody, Like, they, they really get me. Wow. They get you with that fake blood? Oh, my God. When do you start production? May. Ooh, okay. fun. Okay. Yep. Coming up next month. All right. Fake yep. blood is awesome. sticky. Vanessa Meadows, you always have stuff to talk about uh. and promote. <laughs> do you have anything to promote? Well, um, a couple of projects have been put on hiatus. Okay. And uh, just happened quite recently, one of the major projects I was working on. And so it's sort of given me some free time, because as you know, when you have something planned Mm -hmm. for months and then that falls through, you kind of have... some mm-hmm. spare time. Yeah. And you're um, back on Below the Belt show well, as I a result. I am, of course, which I wouldn't be able to be here if that had not happened. Oh. So uh, there's silver linings. Silver lining. Yeah. It's just We got time to plan out your husband's death. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm only going to do that like three, four more times, I swear. All right. But, um, <laughs> also, I do have some workshops coming up. Oh, I that's do. right. You're yeah. an instructor. I just, you're uh, an educator. Yeah. I just, yeah, oh, I just uh, mm-hmm. hosted a workshop at the Sac Conservatory over the weekend. Nice. Memorization cool. using cognitive oh, based strategies. Nice. And, uh, you said so many words there, I can't spell. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. You should and, probably uh, take a course, and it sounds like you could probably use it. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely true. come to one of my workshops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that so, sounds cool. Where can yeah. we uh, learn more about your workshops? At my website, www.vanessameadows.com. All right. Triple dub. Triple, Triple dub. Vanessameadows.com. Yep. That might be the nickname. Any uh, bikini photos? <laughs> <of yourself? laughs> Actually, no, no, Damn no. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing your perv, eh? You're showing your perv. Well, my former radio nickname that I don't use anymore was something along those lines. Oh, well. Well, they, <laughs> I, I feel like that was more fitting. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. It may have been more fitting. So anyways, guys, in addition to the stellar in-studio panel, oh, yeah. we have two huge celebrity calling guests, guys. Mm-hmm. Very excited. First of all. And they're pretty, too. They're both pretty, yeah. lovely women. Mm-hmm. Both lovely ladies representing the Latina community and mm. the Asian community. And the Asian community. Correct. Awesome. Right. First, uh, we welcome 
actress Cecilia Leal, who will be, who actually is currently on Freeform's Cloak and Dagger, and as you know, that is a Marvel. That is Marvel series. That is a Marvel um, series. Yes, on Freeform, formerly ABC is Family it, Network. I'll let it slide. Is it connected to the MCU, or is it kind of like that's what a, they did with? You know, that's a good question. Netflix. Yeah, I think it's, it's similar to the Runaways. Okay. So it's kind um, of its own universe. And it's also similar in some ways to Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I got you. But, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is connected to the MCU, though. Right. Still. Right. Yeah. It's still considered uh, connected. Yeah. So that's actually a good question for our, our guest, we'll ask uh, Cecilia. We'll ask her, yeah. Who plays Michaela? She's got a, um, a four-episode arc on the second season Sweet. of Cloak and Dagger on Freeform. Cool, cool, cool. In addition, we welcome, courtesy of our good friends over at the NPR firm, another great actress guys and a netflix series that had me on the edge of my couch guys so this is black summer and you're thinking oh another zombie apocalypse series it's completely different than what you've seen on the walking dead Mm -hmm. and probably other zombie related uh film films and television shows um these um zombies are very different they uh, remind me of. You ever, <laughs> you ever see the movie Twenty Eight Days Later? Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what they remind yeah. me of. Man, okay. they're very aggressive, of fast. Yeah. They're aggressive. They're fast. Sort of they're terrifying. Intelligent. Yes, it's like an intelligent. They're still. Yeah, yeah they're still to cognitive. Them. Yeah, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. that's kind of like wow. And then you have like the. Extreme. That's scary when we have zombies smarter than me. That's, <laughs> that sucks. That, that is. sucks. You're He's, definitely gonna die. Yeah, you definitely die in this zombie apocalypse. You know, but I mean, like I'd probably. Well, it depends. If I have to save my cat. You gotta save your cat. If I'm saving my cat, I'm going through anything. There you go. You see, you yeah. gotta have the setup I have in my house. I have two little, little like cat cubby things where I can just shove them in there, zip them up, and put them on the back, and off we go. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I need We're the ready. motivation. So yeah, you, know, you, you, I need, you need a zombie, zombie plan, brother. Right. You need a zombie plan. So the actress's name is Christine Lee. Christine mm-hmm. Lee. Yeah. Um, she's a Korean um, mm-hmm. actress, and she speaks mostly Korean. Her character doesn't speak very much English She speaks a little English, yeah. However, the actress herself does. Luckily, yeah. she does speak English, English I, much I, better than a I character. I know how to say two things in Korean. Okay. I do. I could say, Kamsa Hamida, yeah, which I think means thank you, or is that hello? Yeah, and Anigaseo. I know how to say those two things. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two things I know in <laughs> Korean. Great. I know so, how yeah. to say Korean. Very good, sir. There you go. Very there good. Good go. job. Um, I'm sure you know Bimimbap. Bibibop. Yes. Bibibop. Yeah, good. <laughs> the k- Korean dish. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, Christine Lee will also be on Below the Belt show. So Very excited. Guys, there is so much to talk about. <laughs> oh, it's been a week. Can, Several of our not, favorite oh, no, fandoms <laughs> are coming... Let, let me say this. Can so we much not, when they when she gets on, can we not brag about the three How words little that we Korean know? We that we know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm That's, so sure that she does not want to be like, okay, racist. here we go again. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, give me your three, four yeah, words. Okay, okay, good Okay, job. count to ten. Okay, now shut up. All right. <laughs> and uh, if you heard the opening promo, that was Warwick, that was Warwick Davis. Davis. Yep. Best known for his roles in, in Willow, Willow and Star Wars. Yes, sir. A lot of Star Wars movies. More than more than one, actually. Yep. Yep. Um, several different characters in mm-hmm. the Star Wars universe. And uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, I'm, I'm going to play at the end of the program an on-location interview at Monster Mania of another little person actor by the name of Phil Fondacaro, who is also in Willow. Yeah. And also... In Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So I'll be playing that audio exclusively oh, that's be good. here on Below the Belt Show that's for you guys. So a great show. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of Star Wars, can we start 
with the entertainment report. So here we go. It is time for the Hollywood report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. Yeah. All right, Big Nick. Yo. Your favorite fandom, my favorite fandom. Definitely. Star Wars, guys. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Celebration was in Chicago this year. They dropped a brand new trailer. They dropped a trailers, plural. Okay, okay. okay. Many things. Many things. Many things. Because there's a lot of Star Wars content coming out. Not only Episode 9. Episode 9. But let's talk about the trailer for Episode 9, first of all. And your thoughts. We'll start there. Wow. Um, first, First off, I'm glad, number one... That Kylo Ren is putting together his helmet. Putting the helmet back <laughs> so together, man. So he's undoing man. what your boy Ryan Johnson he's did. Undoing it. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> we saw a cameo mm-hmm. of that's right, the smoothest talker in the galaxy, Lando yep. Calrissian. Yep, my man. The original actor behind that. Mm-hmm. Not Billy your D. Boy Williams. Danny Glover. No, Billy D. Williams. But Billy D. Williams. That's the, right. That dude is just like the epitome of cool. Right. Right? Like, if I feel like I've ever met him here, he's like, hey, Billy D. Williams, I'm such a big fan. He's like, my man, how you doing? Yeah. Right? With that sweet, I, sweet molasses. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like my first question would be like, did you bang my mom? Like, <laughs> possible. It's possible. You got a little Billy D. in you. Yeah. Oh. It's possible. Yeah. Oh. I hey. There is an actor that Why? actually looks big a lot Billy. like big you, Billy. a Hispanic yeah. actor. <laughs> He was in the movie Ghost, um, and I think you Ghost. alluded to Luis Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Yes, yes, That's yes. my pop. That's my yeah. pop. Me and him, we talk on uh, on Instagram yeah. all the time. We yeah, joke back and forth. You guys do got a little yeah, bit of resentment. We, we do. We, we and, you, I, and you I'm might start, be a distant cousin. Here's the thing. He will respond to me even if he doesn't respond to no one else, which oh, is making okay. me wonder if he really is my dad. He might oh, be. Like, like nah. is this something he that he wants to tell me? Like, is he showing me special treatment because he really did bang my mom? I think he loves you, dude. Yeah, it's possible. So. You gotta find out if he was in Baltimore around the time you were born. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, somebody you was to, high. You do, yeah, you have to work that out yeah. for the logistics right. and make sure that. <laughs> but nonetheless, guys, nonetheless, the I trailer, want back trailer for episode yeah. nine. The trailer was phenomenal. Yep. It just give you a little taste, a little wet, wet of the appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Ray uh, do a backflip. Doing so well. <laughs> over uh, yep. what appears to be um, Kylo's Kylo Ren behind a, a Tie Fighter, right? Yeah, Kylo's Tie Fighter. And yeah. I, think she was about to use the uh, lightsaber on set. Yep, which looks like it's back together. That makes right. it sound so kinky when he says it. Right. right. The <laughs> it looks like she was going right. to use the lightsaber. like they fixed the lightsaber. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, baby. Once again, undoing what Ryan Johnson did. <laughs> Billy D. Yeah. Billy D. We sweet, also sweet saw Ray standing on a cliff with Finn, Poe, C-3PO, Chewbacca, BB-8, mm-hmm. uh, and watching a fallen Death Star. Yeah. Yes. So where where do you think that is? What, what I mean, that's got to be on Yavin Four then. It's got to be Yavin Four. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you guys are serious into this. Oh no no. Yeah. Whoa, they phrase. are not playing. Uh, you hear them? Incorrect. Incorrect. Places? That would be the Forest Moon They're of Endor. The Forest Moon of Endor. That is where. Does that mean the Ewoks will return in episode? God, I hope nine. so because I'm you someone. Like the Ewoks. I love the Ewoks because they're badass, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because they went up against. The Empire with sticks and rocks, mm-hmm. and they kick some ass. <laughs> and then at the end of Return of the Jedi, you know what was missing? Star, uh, Star Trooper carcasses. Because they were having yeah. a big old party, and those Ewoks ate. 
all the all the stormtroopers. Wow, and that's baller. They yeah, but see, when when my people do it in Africa, it's a problem. Too. Yeah, oh. but they're but you know, Gosh. Ewoks are cute and cuddly racist. and fuzzy little teddy bears. <laughs> racist. It's a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were going to say something. Yes, continue. Oh gosh. You love the Ewoks? Oh, um, yeah, I do. I have two Shih Tzus. Oh, okay. they're basically like Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, I thought you said I have two Shih <laughs> I was like, I have two on shits. air right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just randomly bring that up? Okay. <laughs> they are basically I have the Shih too. <laughs> okay. Oh, <man. laughs> okay. You know, they're adorable. Mm-hmm. Those, little, those little guys look... Just like a little yeah, tiny Ewoks. They're they adorable. Do. But so my question was, how do y'all feel about newer characters that are introduced? Like, nah, I don't want to say Jar Jar Binks, but mm-hmm. like BB-8 or other characters. Because I'm not a Star Wars obsessed fan, I but am. I grew up watching, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Right. I grew up obviously. watching mm-hmm. Star Wars very frequently throughout my life and Mm -hmm. I feel very strongly about Star Wars and when I see new characters popping up in all of these movies part of me is like eh, I don't I just don't buy into it because part of me sees it as a marketing scheme it's just one more thing Mm. to get people to buy well BB-8 yeah I think with technology shifting Mm -hmm. they're gonna have new um, iterations of droids I actually have a good answer for this because so that's of, course you I, of course, that's I, do. Of course, of course you I do. Of course I do. So ahead. I was that's in high school. So I was like middle school, high school when episode one, like the the, the, pr- oh, the prequels yeah. came out, oh, right? Yeah, that was so huge. And at the time, I also wasn't buying into it, mm-hmm. right? It took yeah. me a little while to acquire the taste. And then mm-hmm. over time, like I got, I, I actually got love for Jar Jar Binks. I know he is like the most really obnoxious now? character in the Star Wars universe, and he is. Um, but I got love for him. It, it, it took me a little bit of time to get mm-hmm. some acquired taste, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of feeling the same way with the new group. Okay. Right? Where I'm not completely behind them yet because I'm not totally invested. Right. But I'll get there. And I think they developed two of those characters pretty well. Yeah. And we're talking about Ray I mean, they took a huge step back with Ryan Ray. Johnson. Mm. Right. You know, The Last Jedi was, mm. I, I hated it mm. with a fiery passion. Mm. And, and it it's was not, so different. That's and why. for me, I hate the director, specifically only the director. I thought the actors were great. I thought all the hard work that the team that made that movie He's made. He's also oh, the writer, yeah. too. Right. I don't like the writer and I don't like the director. Yeah, the same person, right? Same person. I don't like Ryan Johnson. He's kind of skeevy. Yeah. Small hands. So we'll find out if. Hold on, so what did y'all think of, of um, Han Solo? Oh, Solo, Solo, the movie Solo. Solo we both I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it because yeah. number one, we had an original screenwriter yep. from Empire and Return of the Jedi, right? Yep. Lawrence Kasdan. Yep. So it still had that Star Wars feel. It when you felt use, like a Star Wars movie. When you have those the same writers, mm-hmm. when you have someone like Ryan that does something completely different, he added fuel to the Star Wars universe. I got so mad at that. That's something that they have never mentioned never. in a movie. Never. Right? Once. Ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In seven movies. Right. And then they finally fueled. mentioned fuel. Dude, this is totally going to be just a Star Wars. We need to keep going. I'm going to keep talking <laughs> right. all night long. So other, also in the trailer, we saw um, Leia. Yep. Ray. We saw a, a now, brief Leia. as you know, Carrie Fisher died. She Has passed, passed on. away. Passed on, yep. But what J.J. Abrams did 
was use archive footage, and he said this in the panel at mm -hmm. Celebration. Yeah. Archive footage, unused footage, and just redid that scene. Cool. They obviously changed Ray's outfit to the the current white outfit she's wearing to yeah. make it look like it's new footage. Mm. But they kind of had to do that in order to send her character off. Yeah, and that was good to do. They can't just not have layers. They can't do what they did in Rogue One right. with CGI layout. Right. They couldn't have done that. That right. would have been a little too disrespectful. That would have gotten some bad press. Right. So that's good on you. See, J.J. Abrams, good director, making right. good decisions. Right. <laughs> All right. And Paul Walker did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we have to talk about the maniacal laughter at the oh, end, man. Big Nick. Oh, man. That's right. Confirmed it was Ian McDermott. Confirmed. Who played Emperor Palpatine in the first two trilogies. Can you believe it? Yes. Another character that's... that's they, spanned all three trilogies. I'm so Crazy. happy they brought him back. I and thought it was now, only C-3PO, but and now, now it's everyone's Palpatine. like Snoke who, you know? Right. Oh man. Um. So first of all, your thoughts on how Palpatine returns to this universe? Oh man, I I don't know. I, I mean, obviously he's very strong with the Force. He could become a Force projection like Yoda and everybody else, right? right a Force ghost. Uh -huh. He could be a Force ghost. Um. I think it'd be totally a baller move if he survived and this has been chilling. Yeah. Kind of waiting for his time to go back. Maybe like Snoke was like his apprentice. I don't know. Something like that. But um, either way, I don't care. Either way, Force Ghost or he was alive the entire time. Doesn't matter. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm very yeah. happy because he is the ultimate villain. Now, let's talk about the title. Rise yes. of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. This so has some controversy. This, this yeah. a, could mean a lot of things. Um, um, so, so we have Luke Skywalker who... Mm -hmm. Are we certain, 100% certain, that this Luke is a Force ghost in Episode Nine? We don't. We don't. We don't know. Could he have survived? Also, are there any other Skywalkers in the galaxy? Mm, that's the um, million-dollar question. Is Rey possibly Skywalker? I guess technically Kylo Ren, um, Leia... T technically, Kylo Ren is the last Skywalker. Technically. Yeah. Technically with, with genetics, but yes. Yeah. He's um, got that Leia Skywalker never boy. had the Skywalker name. No. However, she's technically... Anakin Skywalker's daughter. Yes. So. Well, she is Anakin Skywalker's daughter. Right. Right. Yeah. So even though she was adopted and her last name was yes. Organa. Yep. Right. So we don't know what this title means. <laughs> yeah. And we're so just the, going to the, wait. The theories I've seen is that it's either Kylo Ren gets his redemption story and mm -hmm. he, he embraces his Skywalker blood, mm -hmm. or J.J. Abrams pulls a Ryan Johnson mm -hmm. and says, oh no, your parents were actually Skywalkers and you are actually yeah. a Skywalker. We're Which, gonna have to. F we're, we will find out. Of out of spite, I want it to be that because fuck Ryan Johnson. Okay, because Ryan Johnson wanted Ray to be. <laughs> I'm related. seeing a theme here. Yeah, yeah I got <laughs> Ryan wanted Ray to be Nothing. related to nobody. Nobody. But with the narrative you and I that anybody can want be a, uh, her to be related because it, it's the continuation of the generational it, it, aspect. It ends of the, the Skywalker saga. Saga. Yeah. And it's all about generations. It is. Right. Yeah. And passing on a legacy. Um, mm -hmm. And and, and that is and that is said in the trailer too. You know, you hear Mark Hamill say those mm -hmm. lines. He says, thousands of years of, of Jedi knowledge, and it's passed on to you, and you're the last one. Right. You know? Right. So, so, so there you go. Right. Obviously, it means that Kylo was lying to Rey in episode yep. eight. Yep. So we Pulling want to Ryan Johnson. see. I'm excited. Um, oh, Palpatine's man. back. Also, rumors that Anakin will be back. Um, oh, that'd be cool. The, the panel was pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, I missed Celebration this year. It was yeah, not um, approved. But um, it was, I've never been. A, I've always you know, they had a really nice panel. If you haven't seen it, um, they talked about 
Um, whether Kyler will be naked again, as you know, he was shirtless in a few of the scenes yep. in episode eight. Who <laughs> who knew that fucking dude was so barrel chested? Like, did you, did you, you remember you remember that scene? His shoulders are like this wide, dude. Big, we we on his tiny weird looking head. Me and 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 the Scarlet Widow have checked out of this conversation. Like <laughs> like if you haven't heard, like don't We're ask us chess. no questions. You guys are playing chess at this playing at this chess. point, right? With cookies, right? <laughs> so um, well, I'm fatter. Oscar I Isaac. <laughs> that joke that there's going to be fully naked, snorkel? fully naked Kylo Ren, and yes, okay. Vanessa. I snorkel. Can we have a nickname <laughs> uh, based on your snorting? <laughs> he just gave it to me, snorkel. Snorkel. <laughs> the snorkel. Vanessa snorkel, snorkel Meadows. Is okay. Snorkel or snort? I I call it snort, but when he said snorkel, I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. Sound uh, very versatile. <laughs> like now I can swim in the ocean the <laughs> and sound certified. Right, scarlet snorkel. Oh my yeah. gosh. No, y'all, y'all. I don't want to give myself a nickname. That's lame. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like requesting one is totally kosher. Oh yeah, so, that's totally good. Yeah. As soon as you guys want to give me one, I I can accept that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll find That's it. Fine. We got the snorkels. We got the snorkels. We got triple dubs. We got something we can work with. Triple dubs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it sounds like my chest size. Like... <laughs> 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 Yo, it might just have to be snorkel, what? dude. <laughs> <laughs> with that snorkel. Did you know it's topless Wednesdays today? Topless oh, Wednesdays. Oh, oh, well, let me get this shirt off. Yeah. Dude, man. Hey, hey, don't tip me. I do it. Listen, I did it for a living. Years. It was just a way for us to get the females. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was a bad move. That was yeah. old BTP. We're new BTP now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's 2019, bro. 2019. It's the show that we used to be. Yes. Uh, the belt is higher is what you're right. saying. The belt is higher. We're, 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 we're A.D. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> there you go. All right. So. Um, <laughs> moving right along. Moving along. So let's talk about the next Star Wars films. Yep. So Ryan Johnson, your boy. And Game of Thrones showrunners David Dan Benioff and D.B. Weiss yep. are working very closely together on the respective installments of the announced Star Wars films. And um, apparently the franchise will be taking a hiatus for a couple years. Mm-hmm. We're not, Lying, we're not going to see Star Wars movies for a few years after... After episode nine, I mean, I'm not saying. Listen, uh, we're, not saying well, we're still, we're still going to get but, Star I mean, Wars content, but we'll talk we're about still that. Gonna, that's going to we'll come on TV that. news. Yeah, yes, yeah. but as far as movies, expect a few years. Yeah, maybe two did, to three years. Did you watch Kathleen Kennedy's interview? I did. Are you talking about the what the next one? Probably what you're talking about now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all my next. Yeah, yeah, I do this. I do that <laughs> a lot. That happens a lot. I do that a lot. Yes, yes. So, are you referring to Knights of the Old Republic? Yes. <laughs> yes, Which? the Knights of the Old Repro- uh, Republic project is in the works at Lucasfilm mm-hmm. that could serve as the next movie franchise for Star Wars. And I imagine if it's Old Republic, you got to throw for, that one to DB and Dave. As as the, I feel like to feel like the perspective BTB gamer of the group. Yes, you are. Knights I am a gamer Old, too. Knights of the Old Republic is considered one of the best Star Wars video games ever made. Mm. And it takes place thousands of years before... Episode one? Before episode one, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, and the if old want, Republic. Yeah. And I think anyone dealing with anything mm-hmm. years and decades and millennia. centuries ago. Millennia centuries, ago. centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, long, long time ago. DB and Dave. DB and Dave it. can do it. Now we're talking... As long as Ryan Johnson doesn't A medieval fuck it up. period, almost, of almost. the Star Wars So, universe, I mean, right? in, in the games, not much is... Different, like everybody's still using blasters and spaceships and okay. all that shit. But. So technology was even thousands of years 
Yeah, it's still the same. Past. Everybody's it's, still using lightsabers. It's still, and shit. it's still fairly. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it just wow. means that they haven't progressed in a couple thousand years. Wow. Okay. But that's so, how are the characters in the, um, the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, is this something that you th- could see being a feasible trilogy? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. You know, it's a it's an RPG. It's a it's a it's not like a multiplayer game or anything like that. It's a okay. it's a scripted storyline that you follow, and it's just a really long video game. Yeah. So yeah, totally doable. So I mean, I think it's good that DB and Dave are working closely, with Ryan, so they yeah. they can kind of look over, make sure he doesn't make sure make he doesn't Ryan decisions. Johnson it too much, right? <laughs> so so I think what they're gonna do yeah. is alternate movies. I, I put my trust that. in DB and Dave. Anything with Ryan Johnson's name on it, I'm going to fucking pirate it. I ain't giving that <laughs> motherfucker any of my goddamn money. Now, did you like the movie Looper? No. That, that, that was one of the, Okay, that was no, one movie that was actually like okay. I you know, that, that uh, I, I got Johnson weirded out by Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis yeah. at makeup. It didn't work for me. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Yeah, Ryan Johnson's right. a very punchable face. Just punch it. <laughs> Sorry, All continue. Right, so. Let's move on to Marvel. Marvel. I know you're excited about Endgame. Oh, man. Absolutely. That's in what, like two weeks now? Yeah. Did you see a brand new trailer, which had actually a lot of old footage? I've seen... It's kind of like a throwback to all the original films. But But they just recently... Drop that uh, trailer. I have been keeping up with like all the international trailers, too. And each one of those is like sneaking in like a second or two of extra stuff. Right. Which is pretty cool. Right. We see uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Tony Stark suit mm-hmm. up for the first time. Yep. Chris Evans' Captain America and yep, Thor yep. in their respective solo films. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is back to learning skills from Tilda Swinton's The mm-hmm. Ancient One. And we see all this. Um, early projections for Endgame uh, predict a 220 to $260 million opening. It'll hit higher than that. It probably will. I guarantee um, it will. <clears throat> there's actually <clears throat> rumors of <clears throat> spoiler Heavy video clips. Which I'm avoiding <laughs> like the plague. Screenshots and other info from Marvel's mm-hmm. uh, reportedly have circulated online. Of course they have. I'm guessing, the, are these from international releases? Did the, inter, did the international No, no, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to release on the exact same day across okay. the board. So apparently it's a subtitle in Arabic. Um, so uh, what could have potentially been is like somebody got their hands on a screener. Yeah. And sent it overseas, and somebody's leaking it. There you go, and it's in Arabic, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah so there you it go. It appears to be recorded during a screening of the film, judging from the theater seats visible in the frame. So it's from yeah, early sense. screenings, what it yeah. was. Yeah, so it's it's probably got, it's probably right. kind of a rough cut then. Right. Yeah. So the Russo Marvel. brothers actually um, sent the message out, basically yeah. saying, urging fans and viewers not to spoil it for others. Yeah. They did that with Infinity War too. It's a good move. Yeah. When you see Endgame in the upcoming weeks... Please don't spoil for others the same way you would, wouldn't want it spoiled for you. Obviously, we'll be talking about the film when it gets yes. released. Here but on Below the Belt point, Show. It's too late because the movie's <laughs> out. Fire stick. But exactly. we will be warning our listeners that we'll be talking about Endgame when it comes out. Uh, so. Spoiler alert. I'm doing it right now because as soon as it comes out, we're talking about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, did you see the brand new trailer for Dark Phoenix? No. Looks really good. Okay. It does look really good. good okay. Big Nick. Um, I gotta check it out. Yeah. Um, She's such a cutie. Sansa Stark. Yes. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. <laughs> That's her real name. Yeah. She says, "When I lose control, bad things happen." Um, but it feels happens. good. Isn't that all of us though? Yeah. <laughs> That's all of us. I mean, you it's lose control, like, bad you know, things happen, but it always feels right. good. Yeah. I mean, That's it's a like common narrative. Do I lose control? Is it all depends on if I have like, like a knife in one hand or mm-hmm. lotion. Like things, Sophie things Turner, could get the crazy. It actress right now. Yeah, I mean Game of Thrones, and of course, 
Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She actually said, "I love her. I love her paleness." She stays out of the sun. Weird, but porcelain skin. So yeah, Did you see that look that she gave? Uh, we're gonna get into Khaleesi. Game of Thrones. We're gonna get into Game of, we'll God damn Game of Thrones. We, Look, Game we of spent Thrones two hours on Star Wars. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into Game of Thrones. Gotta run it. <laughs> Let's not jump the gun just yet. <laughs> Game of Thrones is gonna be the rest of the show, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Do you watch Game of Thrones? But uh, but yeah. Uh, we talked. Yes. I have watched many an episode. Oh, good. Are you caught up? I am not. Oh boy. But I plan to be at some point. Yes. Okay. At least, at least she's giving it effort. Time on the show. I'm glad you're giving it a second chance. Good. I will be. You're not a fan of the you, sexual Elle. violence of what you called it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, oh. But, but yeah. understandable. But moving forward, I'm open to watching more episodes. Yes. <laughs> they dial that down a bit. I I heard mm. that, and yeah. I'm I'm. I'm quite pleased. So, because I did, like I said last time, really loved it. Yeah. It was just the sexual violence that got in the way for me. Yeah. And I oh, just, absolutely. I, I totally understand. It wasn't yeah. worth watching because of that. There's so. been a Thanks, lot of. Nick. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that is a comment. We'll, we'll get to go. It's just <laughs> nice to hear other people that also yeah. uh, can empathize with that yeah. or, or sympathize and, and respect that. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. High five. Cool beans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High five. Cool. <laughs> Carry on. But yes. No, but really quick though, Sophie Turner actually did an interview with Dr. Phil on his podcast. Really? Mm. And, wow. And she actually talked Dr. about- Dr. Phil has a podcast. Dr. Phil. I didn't even she know that. Right. That's, a, that's such a mismatch. Like, how did those two even meet in the same world? <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. They, they, she, she they talk, don't even belong in the same country. She talked about her decline <laughs> in mental health. She said that she would get, you know, uh, bullied, uh, I guess, on social media, saying yeah. that she's fat or she's a bad actor. Social media is fucking disgusting. Are you or, yeah, and she actually led her to depression. Oh, no. And, um, that's crazy. Because yeah. I think she's... That sucks. And she had no motivation to go out or do oh. anything. She's um, like, to me, she's like the most prettiest one, and, uh, in my opinion. I, my, my I mean, you've heard me say it before, man. Yeah. I, I, as much as I use social media, I mean, my, mm-hmm. my goal on Facebook is to post goofy shit and make people laugh. That's all yeah. I do yeah. on it. So we didn't but, know about this about yeah. Sansa Stark. But I'm not surprised, yeah, though, man. Yeah. I'm not surprised because, mm-hmm. I mean, look at, I mean, let's use Jar Jar Binks for an example. Going back to Star Wars for a second, the actor. Oh, yes. The actor almost committed suicide from the backlash from that movie. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was public about it. Like, he legit he, he almost killed therapy. himself. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the guy that played Anakin Walker was really depressed for a yeah, while. Yeah, the guy. Young Anakin, right? Yeah, yeah young, young Anakin. Anakin uh, really was uh, he's no longer Hayden active. Christensen. Yeah, he's no longer an actor because of the backlash on social media. And Hayden Christensen's career hasn't been the same. But no. see, let me, let me interject this. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, there's always going to be assholes. Oh, yeah. Of course. But that's when you have to change your own mentality and the way you see things. <clears throat> right. Because the problem with us as human beings is... We can get a thousand compliments Mm -hmm. and pay more attention to the one insult Mm -hmm. opposed to the thousand compliments. You have to change your mentality to focusing more on the compliments than the than the insults, and that'll take you much further and make you much more happier in life. Social media has made the world a lot smaller, and when you get Mm -hmm. a billion people having the ability to call you a fat ass. I'm not saying you're a fat ass. I think you're beautiful. But I know I'm when you get a, a 
a few million people <laughs> saying really hateful things, death threats, mm-hmm. just objectifying you, saying very sexually but or racist let, or let me, things. Let me ask you a question, though, Nick. To you. Hold on, but let me ask you a question. Pointing at me with a fucking cookie. I am a fat man. I'll eat that cookie right out of your hands. God damn it. We will be fighting on this fucking floor over this cookie. Just throw some mud on us. How dare you put it in the cookie, sir? <laughs> I am threatening Nick with a cookie right now. Can I actually have listeners. a cookie, please? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. You know. But, uh, but here's the thing. Chocolate chip but let's, but let's. But here's the thing. Continue, really, sir. Continue. Do you honestly think that she got more compliments or more threats? More or more insults. Well, here's, I think more compliments. See, and, you guys and, put and, too and much, that's what I'm saying. You guys put too much faith in people, man. I think people suck. And I social agree. media gives people the ability to be anonymous and say horrible fucking things. Horrible things. Right. And, and, and here's the thing. We understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I just had my first, I, I, I posted it where I someone did a gossip column on me. And I'm like, on me? Like, like me? I was actually happy because I was like. In other news, these are tasty cookies. They are really good, right? These are tasty. I'm, I'm mad Thank that you. you left the bag over there. Um, <laughs> so, I'll, bring it, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. But, but, but the thing yeah, of it is, is. There you go. The thing of it is, it's still your mindset. Oh, of course. It's still your, your, the way you think and yeah. the way you perceive things. Because here's the thing. You only let people make... You decide whether you're going to be mad about something or not. Right. You, you are in mean? control. You are and, absolutely and, and, in control of that. You are correct. I'll, I'll right. agree with you there. Um, if I ever... I know for me... Knock on wood, it's never going to fucking happen. If I ever got Sansa Stark famous... Um, I'm literally cutting ties with all social media oh, because yeah. I just don't want to get involved. Like Absolutely. Daniel Radcliffe, we'll start a new public one. Absolutely. I'd start a new public one, but right. even that, I and probably would have somebody else take care of that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, exactly. like Daniel Radcliffe has been public about how he's never on social media. He thinks it's disgusting. Go. I do too. There you Look go. Look at yeah. Kelly Marie Tran. She actually yeah, had to delete she, her entire Instagram. Another Star Wars, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, from bullying, name? from from online bullying. Um, who's the guy that plays Finn? What's his name? Why am I having a brain fart? Oh, Finn. Finn, oh, who plays oh, Finn on Star John Wars. Boyega. John Boyega. Same thing with him. They gave, I mean, he was getting death threats and racist bullshit and all that stuff because right. of because of Star Wars, you know. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Um, if you uh, go to my website. Mm. VanessaMotors.com. Dub, dub, dub. Triple dub. Most, uh, or actually all of my workshops are based in... Uh, Cognitive strategies. Okay. I've researched the brain. I know a lot about the brain and how it works. And so how I approach life and my career has to do with how the brain works. Um, That's crazy because I specialize in head too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't say all You probably get paid a little less. Not the cerebral head. Yeah. Oh, oh, my bad. Um, my bad. Yeah. But location of the anatomy. What it, so obviously the reason, or maybe not obvious for some people, but one of the reasons why you do focus on the negative over the positive is because it, go, it all goes back down to safety. Right. It's safer. Your brain, without you logically thinking it, just naturally focuses on the negative. Because danger, you must notice and stay focused on danger to mm-hmm. stay alive. So yep. your brain, uh, we've evolved in our civilization much faster than our brains have. So our brains are still working from a very um, hunter-gatherer point of view. It hasn't caught yeah. up. So we're still living basically in a jungle that's of cement. Inside, we're still not very evolved, in our minds. We're basically but cavemen. Outside, we are very evolved. So what it takes I don't know. I'm, is I'm pretty people... conceited. <laughs> <laughs> but so my point is when you know, when you do choose like what you said, Lion, you know, to focus on the positive, what people need to do is actually learn to trust 
to focus on the positive. It's not just putting your focus on the positive. It's learning to trust that it's okay to do it so that you then begin to naturally do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean to pop the the fun balloon. No, no. no, People (laughs) need to know that we have brains sometimes on this show. Otherwise, I'm going to sit here and talk about Star Wars the whole fucking time. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Other movies, guys. Jennifer Lawrence will star in an untitled film. Uh, directed by theater director of all people, oh, wow, Lila okay. Neuschbauer, um, who is making her feature film debut. So you're going to put someone who's directed theater mm-hmm. into a major blockbuster, a major film starring Jennifer Lawrence. Yo, that's people have got to start somewhere. But can, I, can I say something that's... How's that starting somewhere? You're directing itch. Jennifer Lawrence yeah, coming people, from theater. Hey, you know what? Some people start at the top, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is wild. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got fat guy with a shotgun. That's at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but supposedly Jennifer Lawrence was going to take a break from acting after okay. um, the last uh, film she... Which Red, was Dark Phoenix. Red Sparrow oh, and then Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I'm not sure which one was shot uh, first. I think... I think Red Sparrow was because that one came out like last year. Okay. I think. I so, but apparently she's not taking a long break. And okay. She is going to be working on this so, untitled film. I wonder if she like knows the director, like if they're like mm-hmm. buddies or something, and, yeah. and she's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm a superstar. Uh-huh. Let me kind of get you in there." That's Maybe a, it's like this is just me. I'm going to do it. Pulling out stuff, whatever. I'm going um, to do it. Jennifer Lawrence is like, "Hey, she's an amazing director in theater. Let's see what she can yeah. do in the movie, kind yeah, of thing." For sure. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see what this film is about. Hey, let me say much about good, that's good one luck. Thing, that's one thing I have to take my hat off to. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I have to take my hat off to Patty Jenkins about. I mean, she hired friends and family all on Wonder Woman mm-hmm. yeah. too. And I'm and all about talent. that. Yeah, I love yep. that. Yeah, and yeah. local yeah, and I'm I'm all about that. Like like raising your surroundings, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Would and you? working with people you want to work with. Yeah. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Speaking oh, yeah. of D C the newest um actor in talks to be on Suicide Squad happens to also be a WWE superstar, John Cena. Oh yeah. In what? talks to join Idris Elba, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. and Jai Courtney. <coughs> in me. the new Suicide Squad, there's also talks uh, that Idris will not be Deadshot, but will be playing a different character. Okay, so, Deadshot was my favorite. I mean, yeah. I love Deadshot. I mean, I'm not. Well, you you, know, you are Deadshot. I am Deadshot. <laughs> right. So he truth. is playing a brand new character from what I'm from what I'm reading here. Okay, cool. They decided to go in a different direction. All right. Maybe in case Will Smith does want to come back. That'd be cool. Which is good. I'm right with that. Um, James Gunn will write and direct the movie. Hell which, yeah. Expected to go into production this fall and uh, hits theaters uh, uh, the following year. So, yep. um, this will be John Cena's first comic book role. Really? Yeah. Crazy, right? Really? First comic book role? All right. Bumblebee doesn't count. Bumblebee yeah. doesn't count? No, you're right. Okay. And speaking of Bumblebee, uh, Bumble- <laughs> what a great segue. Bumblebee director Travis Knight has come on board to direct the $6 billion man with Mark Wahlberg attached to Star. Um, this is based on the sci-fi TV series the from the $6 seventies. Six million dollar man. Yeah. So yeah, the six million dollar man. This I wonder if we're gonna get that little, that little sound clip. That Did you ever watch the TV? Oh show? yeah, I absolutely. Never have. I never no. Watch it. Where he does something amazing. Yeah. Every time he moves. Yeah. So with inflation, with inflation, with inflation, it's six billion. Yeah. It has to be six billion. And they're gonna get that to Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's already slammed. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. we, we took the slot that it was supposed Both to have. Because, of, yeah, yep. it wasn't going to be Wonder Woman anyways, took yeah. the, the, the summer slot uh, the summer June slot 5th 20 of oh, right. 2020. Yeah. Cool, nice, cool. Okay. Nice. 
Um, as you know, Avatar sequel is in production. Michelle yep. Yeoh has joined the cast. Michelle who? Michelle Yeoh. Oh yeah, from yeah, um, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, and uh, many. Other oh, things. I thought you. I thought it was like a hood chick for a second. <laughs> oh, no, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, dude. Oh, like, Crouching oh, Tiger, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yo, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she'll play a scientist She's named Doctor Karina Moog. Okay. Um, the first. She's funny though. Fucking talented kung yeah. fu she, martial artist. Yeah. Holy shit. Four Avatar movies. Hey, you know what, Crazy, James Cameron? Right? Milk that cash cow. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but it was one of the biggest movies well, ever. But it, besides that, it was also... he he. I mean, James Cameron takes movies and evolves technology from them, right? He did it with Terminator 2. He yeah. did it with Titanic. He did it with Avatar. He's going to do it again with Avatar 2 and apparently the next four. I remember an interview he did like five years ago where he was saying, I want to make a 3D movie that you can watch, but you don't have to wear glasses. Right? And so I think that's one reason why it's taken so long to him to make these movies. So cool. uh, and I believe him. I believe he'll do it because he's James I hope. Him. I hope that, that he lets the audience know before they go in that because oh, yeah. someone will be definitely tripping on balls. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't, if you, you just don't look beside like, you and you got a big ass blue avatar. Yeah, you don't want to go rolling and then go <laughs> to the avatar. You'll be You're like, this is space, some man. good shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Uh, Lynn Manuel's uh, Broadway musical called In the Heights will now be a feature film uh, directed yeah. by my boy John M. Chu. There you Step go. Up to, mm-hmm. and of course, the G.I. Joe movie and many other There's another films. dude. Everything he touches is gold, man, and that's cool. John? Lynn Manuel. Oh, Lynn Manuel. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lynn Manuel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the cast, they've added some cast members. Yep. Uh, Orange is the New Black actress Dasha Polanco. Oh, cool. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Stephanie Beatrice. Cool. Broadway star Daphne Rubin Vega have all joined um, this particular um, adaptation of the Broadway musical. Um, in addition, uh, your girl, Kristen Wiig, Sally Hawkins, and Maggie Smith have joined a live-action holiday film called A Boy Called Christmas, which will be on Netflix just in time. For the holiday season of oh, this Maggie year, Smith. production is on uh, on the film is now underway and will shoot in Czech Republic, Slovakia, and London. Okay, you know something about Christmas films, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, and it's so funny. One of my dreams was to be in a Hallmark movie, just because they're positive. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. fun and positive, and I know yeah. some people that work on them, and it tends to be that way on set. But yeah. back to Lin Manuel. Yes. Uh, oh, when do. Hamilton yes. came out, I was so mad. Because y'all know I, I write music. Well, you do. You, you know I write I music. I did not know which that. Which I'm focusing on right now, actually. Which is yeah. amazing. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks. Thank you. Um, and I used to write historical rap. Son I of a bitch. I love wow. history. You had that idea. Holy Seriously, hell. I know. Snatched and it away from you. Here's, exactly. Here's a little tidbit for all you kids out there mm. who probably mm-hmm. aren't listening because you're children. But anyone <laughs> out know. there who's a child at heart, do not... I repeat, do not allow other people's opinions about the work that you do, especially if it's creative, to tell you it's a bad idea and to tell you to stop. Because that is exactly what I did. And I was very passionate about it. And even in my own mind, I was questioning, why am I doing this? No one's going to listen to it. Love it. Why why am I creating this? And I kept doing it because I loved it. And then when I showed it to other people – in the historical community, they told me to stop, that people would be offended by it. Ah. And so I did. And 
then, then this musical comes out like seven years later, six, seven years later, and I was so mad at myself. Really happy for them, obviously, yeah, Lynn right. Manuel and, and the cast, but I was so mad at myself because it was one of the few times in my life where I let other people's opinions about my creative work dictate my my goals. Yeah. And people do care. People do care about stuff that you don't think they're going to care about. And here's proof. So, wow. <laughs> wow. You, know, you find those people yeah. that don't like it, but in the on the flip side of that coin, there are also people who could definitely appreciate it. it yeah, at least appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, and seeing embrace. That's Lin awesome Manuel though. did with Hamilton. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all those so I couldn't bring myself. We actually had tickets <laughs> the first season, and I couldn't bring myself to see it. it wow. Was, it was so heartbreaking to me. Yeah. No kidding. It wow. really was. Yeah, and I was, of course, like I said, happy for them, um, but just heartbreaking for memories. me to know. Yeah, and just so much disappointment in myself. But it was, it was a really oh, great man. lesson. It, yeah. it really was. So. Wow. Sidebar, can I have and another Lynn. cookie? <laughs> and Vanessa is keeper of the cookies Man, right I now. I keep popping the fun balloon. Never mind. No, oh, no, here, it's cool. I don't need to and before our first special guest calls right. in at the box office for second Rico second week in a row, Shazam, no surprise Did there. you see it? I loved Shazam. I saw Shazam. Fantastic. I enjoyed it. it another great production by DCEU. Yep. Um, and uh, Universal's Little. Um Actually, uh, the number two movie. Um, okay. Sprung. Number three uh, was Hellboy. Apparently, very negative reviews. I saw it. Hellboy. I did not like it. I saw it. Yeah. I mean, it had a you know low score score on Rotten Tomatoes. It did. It was like fifteen percent. It, it only rough. delivered twelve million, well below the studio's anticipated seventeen to twenty million. Oh, there it is. Fourth place was Pet Cemetery, and fifth place was Dumbo. And we are ready to bring on our first guest. Let's do it. Hopefully she'll call back. I just Hopefully told her to take it. I sound like she was on speaker, but I hmm. told so her. I, so I saw, directly. Oh, okay, there she go. is. Round two. Round two. <laughs> here we go. All right, guys. Wow. Easily my favorite new show on mm. Netflix Definitely. is Black yeah. Summer. Uh, <laughs> had to watch the show because of our special guest, but I already got like two episodes in, and I'm probably going to watch the rest of the C- series um, this Definitely. week, guys. We welcome... On Below the Belt Show, one of the stars of Black Summer, Christine Lee, who plays Sun, Kyung Sun. Hello. What's up, Christine? How you doing? Hey. Good. How are you? Christine, you must have learned English uh, since uh, you shot uh, uh, Black Summer. <laughs> Your English skills are amazing. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you learn quick. <laughs> but that's so funny. <laughs> but of course, we know that you're playing a, I guess, a Korean immigrant in the United States, correct? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Basically, she's a Korean immigrant um, in the middle of Midwest America. Midwest America. Even though you film in in uh, somewhere in Canada, correct? Yeah, we shot in Calgary, Alberta, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. wow. Yeah, lots of weather changes while we were shooting. It was it was really interesting, but super fun. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you noticed, at least in the pilot episode, that literally everybody is wearing a jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to how what the weather was like when you were filming. <laughs> yeah. Was everybody freezing cold, or was <laughs> it like? So it was actually really really hot that day. I heard. But yeah. because the whole concept is that these people need to wear as much layers as possible. 
to yeah. protect themselves. To protect themselves that, from bites. Um, yep. Yeah, it was like really hot when we first started. And then they made me wear like a tank top, a sweater, and another hoodie, and a jacket. Mm-hmm. That's no fun. And then... And then they yeah, wanted you to start they... sprinting everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we ran a lot. First it was a lot of running and a lot of screaming. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I got to say, Christine, from the very first episode, I mean, it, it, the adrenaline was pumping. Mm. Had had me and a few others on the edge yeah. of our Oh, seat. my gosh. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Just like a quiet place. It was like I couldn't eat. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> couldn't I was just, the stakes were so high. I couldn't yes. even exist. So you certainly taken the zombie apocalypse genre and just amped it up to 100, basically, is what you guys have done. I'll agree with yeah, that. Congrats I mean, on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the show is, I think, um, even when we were shooting it, it felt like a video game for us, really, because it was so experiential. Yeah. Um, so, And we really tried hard to keep up the pace because we don't want to give the audience time to, like, sit back and relax. And yeah. we just throw a lot of chaotic things in people's way. And John, was, John the creator of the show, was really he was very clear that he didn't want to spend time dwelling on things because yeah so does that mean that yeah, you guys I mean, in real life like imagine in a war zone would you be like you wouldn't be like discussing what you're doing is right or wrong you just, you just do, it. do it survival yeah, yeah dude. so so does that mean that you guys did you guys do a lot of improv improv yeah like like just oh. because it, it looks like one of those fast-paced things where it's kind of like, so when you said you, you didn't really want to sit and do a lot of discussing, I feel like he also may have been like, just just go with what's natural in, in certain areas. Yeah, I mean, John had the script, but he was very clear uh, um, with the actor about, you know, how he wasn't precious about, sticking to the script. Right. Like, he was very... He gave us a lot of room to play. Um, he knew the backbone of how he wanted to take the narrative, but the dialogue itself, some of them were, yeah, heavily improvised. Yeah. Wow. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this, Christine. So this is... This is we're going to introduce ourselves, but this is lying back with a lot of us um, are actors in the studio. And let me, let me say this. You, ma'am are the future okay let me say you you are the future for you to for you coming in you know what i mean you're acting you're you know you're of course you're you're beautiful and i mean you know it's it's <laughs> it's you. it's one of those, it's but it's it's such a refreshing thing because now we're we're in the time of like um we're embracing like like different cultures, races, yes, and things like that yes, more. Yep. And for you to come in, it's like the perfect time, you know. Especially for you being as talented. You when you climbed on top of that truck with that with that mallet, yes. I said, "This she is it. <laughs> she is I. This right here, she's going straight to the top." And I am so excited to see your future because you're a badass, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Thanks, guys. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's the thing, like you said, Lion, because you are playing a character that doesn't speak uh, English very well. Your acting shows, no. you know, you're you're speaking mm-hmm. your native Korean, but you still, mm-hmm. as an actor, have to you know, convey um, a believable character. Like which, that's what you did. Like you know? I can only imagine being in a country where I don't speak the native language. 
and all of a sudden I have running zombies attacking me, and the mm-hmm. and the country that I'm in literally crumbling in front of me, and me having to com- totally protect myself. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> was that a requirement of the character, Christine? Was it a native Korean uh, character, or um, were you given no, liberties actually, of how you know how Americanized you should be or un-Americanized you should be? Well, it actually started out with just this concept of a refugee from another country. Mm. So when I auditioned, I was given a monologue that was written in English, and they were looking for an actor who can speak any language other than English or French. French, okay. Cool. Yeah, so... Basically, what I did was, you know, I kind of translated and interpreted it in my own language, obviously, and then I sent it in the tape, and then when I had a call back, um, they wanted to know if I could improvise in Korean. So, Hmm. we did the the bicycle scene, um, where I don't want to give away too much in case (laughs) people haven't seen it, but um, there's a scene where the bicycle is under the car. Yes, 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 yes. Under yes. The, behind the truck, yes. Correct. Yeah, yes. so I did that over Skype callback, so I have my laptop on my cat tree and just kind of mm-hmm. waved my limbs around and screamed a lot, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, Zombie I got appropriate. the role. <laughs> I, I was actually wondering about your audition, so when a lot of times when I watch actors, I, I do wonder what the audition was like. And with you and pretty much everyone else running and screaming for pretty much the whole first episode. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you're in a van uh, for much of the second episode. I was wondering, you know, what your audition was like. So um, it's interesting to hear you talk about the monologue and then also the bike scene Um, for that. I guess, did you have a, a prop? Were you using a bike, or were you having to uh, basically mime the fact that you uh, were interacting with a bike? How did that go? So I, I just had, like, a tiny little chair in front of me, and I just kind of used that as, like, a quote-unquote substitute prop for a bicycle. Hmm. Hmm. And basically, I it was just, like, it was just me in my chair, and I just pretended <laughs> like it was stuck under something and mm-hmm. I just oh, wow. screamed okay. a lot in Korean and then <laughs> ran <laughs> oh, <that laughs> pretty much like you know it was yeah I wish I could say it was a little more glamorous than that but it, it right. really wasn't no, it usually isn't <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. how did you like shooting that particular scene it just seems like so much going on with the three three of you in that van and hmm. and um, the um, the zombie which I should mention these zombies are absolutely terrifying yeah. because unlike The Walking Dead, which moves slowly and they don't have many cognitive abilities, these zombies are cognitive. They run. They're strong. Yeah, they don't stop. No. They're yeah. strong as hell. They keep like, getting shot and they don't fall down. It's terrifying. It's a crazy, uh, a crazy twist on the uh, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my goodness. Like, the... Actors who were playing zombies. I mean, especially the ones who had to kind of like roll around the ground because I either got hit by a car or um, in the scene we were talking about, he's on top of the car just like right. smashing down the glass. 
I mean, oh man, these guys were crazy. I mean, <laughs> they wore layers and layers of clothes to protect their skin just in case, you know, they fall on the ground and scratch themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But they also had incredible amount of blood, which attracted a lot of wasps on no, set. Oh, it's sugar, right? <laughs> Basically using syrup. Oh my! So you're saying they did a lot of the action scenes happen for real? Man, it was crazy, and it was very inspiring. It really, you know, when they give it all, it's really easy to respond to that. Mm. Did you? Was there ever a moment during filming where you actually felt like legitimate terror from one of these people sprinting at you? Did you get any one of those moments? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, freaking, okay. Uh, I, oh, so that means the, yes, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us. You, you sound scared duct. right now. <laughs> um, so the air duct scene, one of the cast members turns into a zombie. And he, he's usually on, offset. He's like the coolest, funniest, mellowest guy. And then I remember him pulling me aside and be like, yo, I'm, I'm going to go all out of the zombie. And I was like, nice. yeah, okay, yeah. Like, okay, she's whatever. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> and I know you. I'm, I'm seeing you getting dressed in zombie, like, you know, outfit and, like, mm-hmm. seeing you put on makeup. I'm not going to be that scared. Mm-hmm. But he went all out. Like, he wasn't joking. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually scared. But I didn't want to tell him that because I felt like I was losing in some kind of weird game I created in my head. So I I didn't want him to feel like he was winning, so I didn't let him know. But I was actually genuinely scared. Wow. Well, in particular, the one uh, zombie that you hit with the truck, you might have avoided that if the driver of the truck stopped to get the blowjob that he was offered. But I guess he uh... (laughs) (laughs) It might have been a different take on the story. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I think one of my favorite lines in the show, to be honest. We don't talk much. It definitely caught my attention. It's got to hit hard, man. I, I think 80% of guys stopped at that moment and debated that moment yeah. while, while watching the show. Like, well. They're like, really? <laughs> it's the apocalypse. <laughs> What's it like working with Jamie King? I got to meet Jamie King a few years ago at uh, a mutual friend's uh, art gallery. Uh, Tyler Shields, he's a uh, celebrity photographer. Um, she was a very, uh, very sweet person. Um, how did you like yeah. working with Jamie? Oh, she's a mama bear. She, she, you know, I think when you're a number one on the show, you, the way you're gonna treat the show and how, how dedicated you are going to be on set kind of sets the tone for the rest of the actors. Oh, yeah. So it was really great to see her being so open and she just, dropped the ball way way down and i was like okay like if she's gonna go that far then i have to go that far and it it, it was it was like her dedication was really infectious like Mm -hmm. it was it was really great to work with her that's cool that is awesome Mm -hmm. so i am i am like so I'm, i'm super impressed going back into the um the the translation between you doing um korean and english so so 
was it just that the script was just basically wrote out and then you you had to do your um your take on what was being said or or was it with the translation things, i guess yeah did you, did things have to get specific or did they have to like they they have to know word for word what you were saying how how did that go um it was honestly like a really interesting collaborative process with John because uh, it's like she's responding to what she sees and because she doesn't really necessarily understand the entire conversation, sometimes what she says might be right on point in terms of response Mm -hmm. or she might be a little off. So I, I had to tread that thin line of understanding much not understanding because that <laughs> kind of affects how I respond to everything. I do that on and, dates um, all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I just, I mean, I had to go back and sit down with John and be like, okay, what's the story we're trying to tell here? And then I just kind of right. threw in different kind of responses until something hit. And when we were like, okay, that's it, we just kind of leaned into it. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, absolutely, and that's and you hit the nail right on the head. What what I was trying to figure out. Awesome, that that is cool. So so does that mean that you typically um, get to find out more what happens before everyone else? Pardon? (laughs) Like like okay, so you guys have to collab on on what the story's being said because you have to interpret um, what what she's going to say or how she's going to react. So does that, a lot of times, do you get to read ahead of, uh, um, of opposed to everyone else? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the scripts were given, like, super last minute, and we're like, mm-hmm. all right. And it kind of was awesome because we just had to amp it up right. real quick, real fast. So it was just like a go, 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 and constant improvisation until something hit and then we had no time to lose so we just went for it so so like is do you know where your your character's going or do you already know and if you don't know where where would you like to see your character going besides living like her backstories and stuff (laughs) like as, as far as like um because so your character can go multiple different directions and what i mean by that is like she can she can totally adapt what's happening around her. She can um, you know at, at this point I guess I guess you don't really pick your party. Your party's picked for you given the circumstances. Right. They're um, thrown together. Right. You know, so so where would what direction would you like to see your character if you don't already know? This is super awkward, but your last question totally like got mumbled i'm so sorry oh no 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 <laughs> i gonna ask it, you to it, repeat it, that again <laughs> i was it, like when do i stop him to tell him that uh, i can't really hear him <laughs> sorry okay so do you know where your character's already going in in the on the show or if you don't know where it's where your character's going where would you like it oh to go? you mean like our narratives in terms of like throughout the season yes correct um well uh we did and we didn't. So we knew the initial story. Like, mm-hmm. my character wasn't meant to survive. And that's all I knew. I didn't know how she was going to die. Mm. But I just was told that I was not going to survive. And then... 
that, that's so depressing, just, isn't it? It's like it, it's like being at the doctor's office. It's like, well, you know, you're not going to make yeah, it. Exactly. Right? And, and have fun in while a way, you can. it was kind of helpful because I was like, well, I'm going to die anyway. I'm just going to like <laughs> give it my all like a crazy person and see what happens. And then, um, but uh, and then I, I don't know. I guess like the show kind of organically developed as we keep shooting, and then there some narratives just had to change. So we kind of knew, but we didn't know, actually. Like, mm-hmm. everybody was like, I think I'm going to survive, but I'm not sure. Well, you became my favorite character as soon as you got on top of that truck with that, that, <laughs> that <laughs> hammer. Let me tell you that. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Thanks. I was curious about the future of Black Summer. Has a season two been, been greenlit yet? Do you know? Uh, um... As far as I know, we're just still waiting. I mean, I'm. It is my hope that it gets renewed. Yes. But right now, there are no words from the guys upstairs. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I, I'm hoping that we get to continue this season because I I had a blast shooting this, and I I feel like the viewers want this experience extended. Yes. More. And I think it's yeah. great because this is a prequel of Z Nation on sci-fi, but the fact that you're on Netflix is that you can go a little deeper, a little further mm. with the type of content. You can get a little more adult in nature. And you can say fuck more. And you could probably say fuck more, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. On, yeah. On we can say fuck more. We can, say, like, <laughs> like, 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 we can do anything. And honestly, like, it was mm-hmm. great because it gave us a lot of, like, room to make bold choices like we were completely aware not this wasn't going to be the show for everyone Mm -hmm. but we were but we wanted to stick to this thing that's been crystallized while we were shooting this show and i'm so glad we were able to do it like john had a very specific vision and he had the guts to just really push for it and i I, i'm really hot thankful that he did that. Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm. So just looking through your get to know Christine uh, <laughs> fact sheet here from your publicist. Uh, you oh, actually, yeah. yeah. Did you get my little APK? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you act, you actually sing in a cover band? How cool is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, cool. What, what, is the, yeah. what, what is the name of the cover band and what is your, uh, I guess, your claim well. to fame, your song du jour, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are called the Famous Players, and uh, you, yeah, man. like <laughs> he's a famous player, so. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, we just like we kind of party hard with like a forty-year-old and fifty-year-olds, like wanting to get loose at the casino, and <laughs> yeah, we just like sing Motown, ABBA, Nicki Minaj. I am liking like you more anything. and more. Like you became my oh. favorite character, and you just became my favorite person in she's life. She's also a cat. <laughs> she's a cat lover too. And yeah, you're yeah, a cat lover. Cat. She's the ultimate cat lady. Oh yeah, my goody goody yeah, gumdrops, ma'am! You have to see my my me and Nick actually. <laughs> me and Nick, million and two unmanly photos with our cats. Like <laughs> I feel like it makes me more manly because of my little snuggly babies. Mm. <laughs> yes, you have a. Sassy Calico. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I found her um, in the streets of Brooklyn. Oh. She came back to Canada with me. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I know. She's, did, she's such a little spoiled brat, Does, does she beat up her. the rest of the cats because she's like, I'm from Brooklyn? Like, how's that work? <laughs> yeah. Actually, like, yeah. she literally went from, like, rags to riches by, like, tagging <laughs> along with me. Like, she was on the street. Now she's living, like, happy and making, like, eating, like, homemade food. Oh, that's a spoiled kitty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, did you move to Canada to film, or did you move there because of filming opportunities that you wanted to pursue? Um, Thank you. The latter, yeah. Oh. I did a lot of theater and in New York, and I was so, so happy. But I, I did want to just expand my career over to TV and film. There you go. And, yeah, like... Basically, I, I was Canadian, and everybody was just like, go to Vancouver. There you go. Like, Hollywood yeah. of the North. Hollywood North, man. Yeah. Yes. So, it's been working out pretty good for me. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so many productions. And also, you did an episode of uh, Travelers. How did you like your experience yeah. working on that show? It was so much fun. Um, so, Perry, the lady who played Perry, she was actually the director of the episode. And um, it was super fun. They, like, tried to teach me how to do all this nurse stuff, but I, I wasn't quick enough to learn it. So they were <laughs> like, let's just skip it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, um, but other than that, like, everybody was super nice, and she knew how to run the set. And I was, it was just really nice to, like, see a female director be so, like, confident and proficient. Just, you know. Well, ma'am, I yeah. am. I am. Listen, you are <laughs> such a inspiration, ma'am. I mean, you have no, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, throw you out know. your social media for all the listeners and us. Pardon? Throw out your social media if you could for our listeners to follow you or possibly. Yeah, yeah. sure. I I think you know what I I just um, got really into Instagram. Okay, cool. There's so many photos and like really cool art up there so <laughs> i've been getting obsessed with it so i'm pretty active there so uh i think it's like i'm underscore christine underscore lee all right yeah we will we will definitely Instagram. start to stalk you i mean follow you at this <laughs> at this point you uh, so you got al you got nick you got snorkel here snorkel um <laughs> i am i am i am lying back with and we we're definitely going to follow you because we we're so amped to see where your career goes we we are like oh thank absolutely. you you can also follow my cat i made an instagram handle for my <laughs> cat Yay. Wow. oh my god what's the cat handle it's a uh, pierre like p i e r r e underscore Persona, like P U R R S O N A. How clever. Oh my that's God. such a great name because my cat's name is Garbage, and that's a definitely like a, just a nicer name for a cat. Gourmet Pussy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Christine. She's a gourmet pussy. She eats like homemade food, and not a lot of cats get to have that kind of luxury. You are Spoiled such a brat. player. She is so cute. Christine, oh you are amazing. Thanks so much for uh, talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. If you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are from Netflix, Black Summer, throw out your character name, uh, throw out a catchphrase, a plug, whatever you want at the end. Uh, so whenever you're ready. Oh, wow. Catchphrase. Um, okay. Hi, my name is Christine Lee. I play Kyung Zon in uh, Black Summer. 
uh, a Netflix original show. And yeah, I don't think you can copy any of my catchphrase because I speak Korean, but um, please take a look. It's really fun and super thrilling. And if you could, let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. And I am on the Below the Belt Show. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Christy, thank you so much. I will be watching the rest of Black Summer this weekend. Absolutely. You are awesome. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much. (laughs) It was really nice talking to you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Later. Bye. (laughs) What a cool person. Oh, my gosh. She was Super good interview. She was great. Super cool. Like I would, I just want to be friends with her. Right? Like, <laughs> I know, right? She's super we could totally cool. Hang. Right? Yeah. She'd be cool. I did not. I kept wanting to move this, but not make a sound. I'm really sorry. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> oh, I know oh, what that sound is. Oh, we, oh, we go. That's right, lords and ladies, your grace. This is below the belt shows review recap of episode one of season eight of Game of Thrones. I am Lord Alberto House of Soto. <laughs> we have Cal Drogo of the DMV. What's your gnostic <laughs> We have Nick of House Big. <laughs> <laughs> and Lady Vanessa of House Snorkels. <laughs> Here to talk Game of Thrones. <laughs> Leave my castle. She says that right. Yeah, I believe she does. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Gotta love that. Music to our ears, that theme music. It sure is. All right, let's 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 talk everything about Just this. Just dive right in, man. Premiere episode. That's right. The eighth and final season is here. Episode one aired last Sunday. Of course, the big reveal. Jon Snow knows who his daddy is yep. and who his mommy is. Um, it is not Ned Stark. Nope. It mm-hmm. is uh Aegon Targaryen. Oh, wait, no, that's his Rhaegar. name. Rhaegar. Rhaegar Targaryen yep. and Lyanna Stark. Yep. And his birth name is Aegon Targaryen. You got yes. it, sir. So um, interesting how he Pretty good, right? found like out the news. Right? Oh, my God. Found out the news about that from Samwell. Yep. Um, in the crypt of all places uh, with that big reveal. After, of course, he got that horrible news about his father, his, his father brother, and his brother died. I Chris. felt like he took it well. Jeez, man. He took but, it well. Um, oh, he swallowed that pride, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he swallowed that. Just Jeez. If you look at Jorah's face throughout the whole thing, he's like, oh, man. <laughs> awkward. Right, right. awkward. Awkward panda. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so that was a really... <laughs> it was such an awkward moment, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I killed Danny's, them, too. Danny's and like, them. Uh, I and killed them. your dad. Oh, and... and did you have a cat? I probably Ooh, made sorry, him to I the, killed your brother, too. Wow. Yeah. To, the, yeah, to yeah. the dragons. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so that was a big moment of the episode. Big we moment. We also saw um, Sansa, Sophie Turner, meeting Daenerys for the first time. With all the shade. With mm. a little bit of shade. Or little maybe a little bit. She's like, who's shade? this bitch? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, bitch, you're in my house. Yeah, that, that was more shade than New York. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. We saw John and Daenerys riding dragons together. Yep. Funny story about that scene. Because uh, I listened to an interview with yes. Kit Harrington. Yes. Um, so apparently in that scene, uh, the the jig that they had him on that was supposed to be a dragon was literally crushing his testicles. Um, but he was too terrified to fall off, so they just kept running with it. And they kept the scene in the TV in the episode. So that <laughs> that fear that he has on his face <laughs> when they're moving around, that's not him like, oh, no, I'm not a dragon. That's, oh, no, I'm about to lose my testicles. No. Well. That actually happened. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, so I mean, that those... was a really awesome scene, of course. Yeah, it was. My gosh. I mean, they're holding on to literally two horns. And that's it. And that's it. They're not, they're not strapped they're not in strapped these dragons. No these strips. Dragons. No nothing. How the hell do you I've had two... girls ride like that all the time. Oh, snap. Yeah. What, what do they hold on to? <laughs> My horn. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. a horn? Sometimes they back. blow into it. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Oh, okay. So, uh... Another thing that was just funny when uh, John and Daenerys uh, kissed, we yeah. saw was it Drogon? It was Drogon. They gave yeah. him, gave yeah. him kind of like the evil that look. He's like, I'm never calling you dad, even yeah. if there's a fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. So showing a little protection, being very protective. Like, of, have you guys ever like, uh, you're at Daenerys. home, you're with your significant, you're getting it on, and like the pet is sitting there just kind of staring at you? Can I yeah. tell you what happened to me once? I'm a, let like. me tell you what happened to me once. Here I'm gonna say this. I was actually so I was I was it was she was actually a police officer, oh, okay. and I'm sitting there. I didn't even know that she had a dog, and I'm <laughs> yeah, he was and, and we were happened to be in that's. In that type of style. Yeah. And I felt something cold and wet. Oh no. In my booty. Oh no. And God. this huge Labrador retriever was <laughs> He's like, like Let me get over in there. the Let and me get that butt. and I was like, oh my I mean huge. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Get your dog. Get your dog. Get your dog. And and she was like, No, you're fine. I was like, No. <laughs> Let no. Him finish. I think I, yeah, I think he thinks I'm hurting you. She's like, oh. No, no, he's fine. I was like, I'm not having a threesome with your dog. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's no that's good. That's crazy. Anywho, but that's that was the vibe I got from that scene. Okay, that's the vibe you got. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. that makes sense. Right. Um, we also saw um, the making of some dragon glass weapons. Yep. With Gendry and Arya. Yep. Of course, if <laughs> now, Arya has now needle with <laughs> yeah. dragon glass, you know she's going to fuck up some White Walkers with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so. going down. Oh, yeah. But and you I, see, you I, see I, some potential. Oh, of I love. totally ship those two. I want them to just like, and kiss Arya. right on the mouth right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. Arya and Gendry. Gendry. Yeah. Yeah. Arya Stark mm-hmm. and Gendry. You know the dude, the blacksmith. Yeah. Okay. I don't. You think that's gonna? I don't see that. Oh, happening. she's got fuck me eyes for that dude. You yeah, didn't see that? you think so? No. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see. She that. wants. <laughs> she wants to hit that. All right. All right let's yeah. let's talk about. She gonna hit him with the needle? Probably. Okay. And one of my favorite scenes was, of course, Lena Headey. Cersei and Pillow Azbek. Oh, You're on Greyjoy. That dude is doing the most, and I love it. He's playing <laughs> the ultimate heel, the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Um, when he first of all says, "I'm gonna fuck the queen." Yep. Goes up to the queen. <laughs> yep. Tries to bet her. Then she says, "If you want a whore, buy one. Buy one. Yeah. If you, you want, want a queen, queen earn, earn it. it." But then ten seconds later, she takes him into the bedroom. <laughs> right. With her. So you have to appreciate the swag. He's got swag. One boy's got a game. That Euron Greyjoy has in order, despite Cersei saying... Is that swag or is that leverage? It could be leverage, yeah. Could both. Yeah. Bragging rights (laughs) and definitely advantage. You know, put a prince in her. Yeah. Yeah. He's the king. I thought she might already be pregnant. So she's already pregnant. Yeah, she's already pregnant. a, A fan theory was that she could... Turn that around. And say that it was your Greyjoy's kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way, that kid is in no, you know, danger of, you know, possibly being a threat to the th- uh, being there. Right. The throne. Um, yep, yep. It's Jamie's. It kid, is Jamie's right? kid. Yeah. So, yeah. so the kid has to be born in eight episodes, yeah. <laughs> in seven episodes, right. right? For it to really be. So any we'll see story. if she survives right. that long. Hmm. So Lena Headey <laughs> actually uh, <laughs> tried to argue that she thought Cersei would not sleep with Yorn Greyjoy so easily. Yeah. She was actually trying to convince Dave and DB to change it, but... They're like, nah, you're going to bang. But yeah, no, nah, they said that... The <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to earn it, and then sex. She said she wouldn't. She would have kept fighting, 
Um, but the showrunners obviously knows, know what they're doing and were adamant that Cersei would do what she had to do. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so can, can, can I tell you a, a fun fact? Yes. Do you know, so the guy that, that was like um, um, Peter Dinklage's, I guess, hired sword, you okay. know, his friend? Bron, yeah. You, so you know her and yeah, Cersei, they were him and Cersei, and you will never see them they, on, on film at the same time. They hate time. each other's guts. Right. Well, that's in her contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? I mean, that? if my you ex told... was on a TV show with me and I hated their guts, I'd be the same thing. I'd be like, nah, yo, I ain't got to I'm that. sorry. I'm money first. Man. Especially <laughs> if they're like, okay, now you two have to kiss. That'd be, that'd nah, be no good. you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, being I'm, a I'm professional is being a professional, but if right. I if I got the the lead and the headway to be like, nope, I'm putting that in my contract. You gotta abide by that. Then I feel well, like that's so luckily, petty. Storyline wise, they don't really storyline. No, they have track that much. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, they don't. No, no, no. They actually, How, I don't think they have it all. However, the scene where Cersei requested Bronn to use the crossbow, yeah. was Kygor. It was her right hand. Yeah. Um and. Another question is, do you think he'll actually go through with it? I think, he, so uh, my theory is that Bronn is going to kill Tyrion. I think Tyrion's going down. Wow. Because, well, my my initial theory is that the Night King will win and everyone dies. That's what I want to see happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't want that. It's not going to happen, but that's what I kind of want to happen. you're malicious. That is, you're very malicious and You're very serious. malicious. It's the most Do you want a cookie while you're pointing at him? He's pointing happen. at him. I should put a <laughs> cookie in his hand. It's a George R.R. R. Martin ending. Because it's yeah. not what everybody sees coming, but I definitely think. I well, mean, there's gonna, there has to be some tragedy in this. It's not gonna be a happy ending. Tyrion wasn't supposed to live anyway. He was yeah. supposed to get killed a long time ago. Yeah. Right. but so, he, he is my favorite yeah. actor. But of having Bronn, I mean, honestly, I thought it was gonna be Jamie that was gonna be the one that kills him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think Tyrion's gonna make it. I man. don't know, and he has too much respect and yeah. a friendship with, with Jamie Bron. Lannister. Yeah, in order to do that. So we'll, so we'll see to, what happens. We have to wait and see what happens. Oh man. Man, um, it's funny because there were. You some... guys had to come to my watch party. I was, there was, at, I there was, was at a, another watch party. There was a tornado oh. happening. Everybody was having Everybody a, was at a watch party. At a watch party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, did anybody's servers go down when they were watching it? Thank no. God, no. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. They did a mine. I was a little pissed. Because of the weather? Were no, you in Jamaica? No, not, no, because of the amount of people that were watching Game uh, of Thrones at once, the servers went down. Oh, Good wow. Good God. I'm yeah. not here. No, I was back home. I was... I was oh, okay. Can you imagine? The yeah. hysteria. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> hysteria. I would be, I would be she's going bananas. She's so dramatic. <laughs> so they actually talked about um, the fate of Ed Sheeran's character. As you know, he was in um, season seven. Huh. And they alluded to uh, it actually during the scene when Braun was about to fuck three horse. Oh, that one went over my until head. Until he was unceremoniously interrupted by Kygor. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but actually, um, they mentioned um, the topic of Lannister soldiers right as he was about to have this foursome. Well, this is good. Tell me. And then revealed the ginger soldier had his face burned off during a battle, and now he doesn't have any eyelids. Oh, they were talking about Ed Sheeran. They were talking about Eddie. That was Eddie Ed Sheeran's character. Eddie Sheeran. Yeah. I mean, he's not really a looker anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, they've they've had a few celebrity cameos in Game of Thrones. Uh, They had Coldplay's Will Champion. Yeah. Snow Patrol's Gary Lightbody. Yep. And um, now Rob McElney. Ian McShane. Um, Ian McShane as well. Yeah. I mean, he he had a little bit more. He had a little more, right. But I I could say Rob McElney. 
McElney is the creator of It's Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did have yeah. a, a one-second cameo where he, he got a, shot in the eye with an arrow. right in the eye when... Yeah. Uh, Oh, I remember that. When yeah. uh, Theon was uh, rescuing, uh, rescuing his sister. His sister? Yeah. Yeah. Yara, and Yara gives him the big old headbutt. Yep. I, I, I mean, sure she had it she, coming. Right, he deserved it. He, you know. He deserved She lost men and, and everything trying to save him the first time and almost. And he wussied out. He was like, and he peace bitches out the first and jumped time, off the right. <laughs> He went, nope, 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 nope. So she headbutted boat. him, but then she. He, or he earned it. But she, 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 yeah, yeah, basically earned the headbutt. Yeah. So. But, but here's the question. Yo. You don't know if he's going to really resort back to being Screech, though. Reek. Reek, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Screech! This is Screech! Screech! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Zach! What are you guys doing? <laughs> did he go to prison for stabbing people? He sure did. Yeah. Uh, after trying to raise money for selling t-shirts to get his house. Really? I don't know. Remember? Well, yeah, he was selling t-shirts to try to, like... Get the mortgage paid on his I house. I was trying to do porn too, and that didn't work. Oh out my goody, goody oh gumdrops! Oh my goody, goody yeah. gumdrops! Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> so that John Snow said, "Well, Kit Harrington said something really funny." In addition to his balls getting caught, yep. on that, um, basically he was talking about the long shoots, which we'll see in the Battle of Winterfell. Oh, I'm so excited! Three. Episode three, yeah. He hit an interesting quote. How I feel about the show right now is quite defiant. I think no matter what anyone thinks about this season, I don't mean to sound mean about the critics, but whatever the critic spends half an hour writing about this season and makes their negative judgment on it, in my head, they can go fuck themselves. Good. Because I know how much work was put into this. 55 what... <laughs> days, and they they hit a Guinness Book of World yes. Record for the most stunt actors in the longest fight scene. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Battle of Winterfell is going to mm-hmm. be the shit. Yeah. Wow. I so, mean, and, and so can you really disagree with him? So we, we no. agree with him. Yeah, fuck the I haters, mean, man. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. So before we exit the Game of Thrones chat, yes, um, uh, I just want to throw out my love for Bern Gorman, who played Carl Tanner. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mentioned him last episode, and yes. he is my all-time favorite actor, and I just wanted to say props <laughs> to him for being involved in the show. And Very cool. Hello. And if you're ever in if Baltimore, you're like, you have a booty call. <laughs> you yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> and this Sunday, guys, episode two, we uh, see some. Uh, we saw some uh, images uh, that will be um, uh, scenes from the upcoming episode. Jamie Lannister on trial in Wait, Winterfell. Bran waiting for his old friend, dude. That was a nice yeah. twist. Dude, we have Masande and Grey Worm. Bran is like the mentioned? ultimate creeper, dude. Oh, yeah. Like he is, like he is always yeah. watching oh, yeah. somebody yeah. from somewhere. He is the Raven. ultimate creep. Leanna Mormont looking pissed. Tyrion drinking. Leanna Mormont is always looking pissed though. Yeah. That's like <laughs> he's always drinking. So. A little bear. I love little bear. Oh, she's such a cute. She, is there a Game of Thrones drinking game? Uh, probably, but it would most likely end with you dying because it's like if somebody dies, drink, <laughs> and you're dead. And when you drink, you do know things. So. When there's incest, yeah. you drink. We, we had we had a drinking party at at, at the watch at our watch yeah. party. My theory is that George R. R. Martin really wants to hook up with like his cousin or his sister. Or <laughs> there's way too much incest going too on on that creepy. TV show. So, anyways, continue. Of the perfect classic cut. Oh, okay. So, if you didn't know, the actor that plays Braun, his name is uh, Jerome oh, Flynn, yeah. and him and Robson Green, another English actor, rose to prominence on a series called Soldier Soldier. They became a uh, pop singing duo in the mid-90s, and they actually did a music catalog entirely of covers, 
and they released a version of Unchained Melody. Oh, my goodness. That stayed at number one for seven weeks on the British chart, the UK chart. Really? So, guys, this is the classic cut. This is Unchained Melody by Braun himself, Jerome Flynn, and Robson Green. Cool, cool, cool. You got to hear this rendition. It's pretty awesome. Wow. We'll be back here on Below the Belt. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. All right, guys. We welcome to Below the Belt Show our second special guest of the evening. You can check her out this season, the second season of Freeform's Cloak and Dagger. It's Cecilia Leal on the line. ¿Cómo estás, Cecilia? Hi. <laughs> Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You're on the line with Al Soto. We have Lion Beckwith, Big Nick. Hello. And Vanessa Hi. Meadows, a.k.a. Snorkels, in studio. <laughs> hey, guys. Y'all have to... some great names. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia, yeah, first of all, you, you are part of the Marvel Universe. How awesome is that, first of all? Oh, so awesome. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how, first of all, there are so many great television shows under the Marvel banner, and there's so many great yeah. films. We actually, 
we're wondering, does Cloak and Dagger, does, does that tie into the entire movie uh, universe as well? Or is it completely I, separate? I, it, I don't think it actually ties in, like, uh, story-wise, but it supposedly exists in the same world. Um, I have not seen any proof of actual crossover as far as story, but who knows? Now with Disney Plus and all that coming, who knows mm-hmm. what will happen? Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, first of all, you had uh, you did a great job. We watched a few of your episodes mm-hmm. in season two. Awesome. Looks like you have a nice little, uh, how many episode arc? About four episode arc? Five episodes. Nice. Total. Yes. Well, let, first off, you are gorgeous, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Muy bonita. Thank you. Muy hermosa. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely, um, in addition to that line, of course, uh, you're also a great actress, and your you. character of Michaela um, yeah. is in a support group for uh, women that have been the victim of domestic abuse. Yeah. Um, how does that character relate to you? Uh, have you taken any of anyone close to you's uh, maybe personal experience, maybe your personal experience that have uh, come yeah. into this character? I um, I've done I. Not none of my personal experience, but um, I did a little bit of research um, and talked to some people that are close to me. But uh, that was like the extent of that. Um, I didn't want to do too much. Um, you know, I didn't want to be you know too uh, on top of people as far as like a pers- respecting levels of privacy. But mm-hmm. um, but I did get a sense of um, what a handful of real people experience was like, along with my own research, psychological research, but also research on the grander scheme of uh, sex trafficking in the U.S. and all that kind of mm-hmm. violence as well. Wow. So, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly an important issue for sure. But, you know, important to know also that I didn't have, I, I was dealing with information as they came because I didn't have, I didn't know what was happening to Michaela. I knew, I knew episode by episode. So, Mm. I had like a small window per episode to research and do homework. Hmm. Did that Crazy. research include How, watching so watching uh, season one and trying to catch up? I guess yeah, on the definitely show. that was as soon as I booked it. That was the first thing I did. Mm. Go nice. back and watch like especially the first half of the season. What a, it's, it's a great show. It I is know, a great it, show. Yeah. It's really well written. The soundtrack. The music is awesome. Like I know, I, like, I know. That's like one thing that super sticks out, right? Oh my so gosh. Good. I've I've downloaded like three songs. And mind keep in mind that I yeah. have definitely started watching the show because of you, because Aww. because you were on the show. Oh, um so and but but listen, the music is great. I've downloaded like three songs so far. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I paid for it um. <laughs> um, but moving on. But you okay. did such a great job. So good job. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice. So how was the audition process uh, for you landing the role of uh, Michaela? Yeah. Uh, it was a really great process. The initial audition was a standard um, in-person audition with the casting director, Megan nice. Lewis, who is incredible. Um, and then the callback was sort of like a callback slash chemistry read. So it was with Olivia, um, who plays Tandy on the show. And yes. um, it was with her and then the showrunner, uh, Joe Pekowski. Um, and that was a great process. I mean, like, super open environment, really, really laid back, made me feel really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I did it once. He gave me some great feedback. We did it again. I felt really good about it, but sort of, like, whatever, safely tried to uh, 
protect myself by telling myself I wasn't going to get it. So I mm. left and sort of kissed a goodbye, and then a week later I got the call. Crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? First and foremost, congratulations. I'm, I I am happy that you, you that you that you got it, and I, I hope Thank this you. is really just the, the beginning for you but let me tell you isn't that the worst the wait i so just to let you know i i am in the uh wonder woman 2 movie i'm a principal role in that and it amazing thank you and it came down they they i did the call back and everything and they hit me mm-hmm. up a week later and said it's between you and another guy oh my god and oh i god. wish <laughs> i wish they <laughs> never said anything because right. they drove like, just don't tell me and wait the next week like, right and i i I wanted to know the guy's name. I wanted to stalk oh, him. Yeah. I wanted to like, like, break, like break his who, legs, right? Like <laughs> put a hit out on him. Like the same thing to you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right. wow. I know when I'm sitting in a callback room, I'm like looking around. I'm like, who do I know in this room? Oh my gosh, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. It is because you're a New Orleans-based act- actress. Yes. Yes, so I'm currently you, in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So do you see a lot of the same actresses in the room when you? Yeah. Pro- ah, I see. Yeah. We all know each other. All the casting directors know us. We know them. It's super tight. Mm, and nice. it's good that way. That's like the big pro to working out of down here is that like you develop personal relationships with people and it's sort of like less competitive because it's like everyone's really nurturing and supportive of each other. It's true. So yeah. that's great. It's the, it's the same way here. We're, we're, is, in a, yeah. we're in a DMV, which stands for D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And it's the same oh way. We, yeah, we, we say we, it's the same way. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll go into I audition room. Yeah. And I'm 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 like really like if I don't get it, of course I hope that I get it first. But if I don't get it, right. I'm really rooting for like people in friends? the room or one of my friends, yeah. right? Yeah. Like to get it. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. You, are you awesome. are you friends with uh, Trina Lafard, your co-star on uh, Five Feet Apart? Yeah. We actually we actually oh, interviewed Trina on our show. I know. So I, I that saw was... that. It's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we met on that. So I actually didn't know her previous to that. We had, like, mutual friends, which is usually how that goes here. If you don't know the person, odds are you know five people in between. Yeah. But um, we met at the callback, which we actually did together, which was crazy. We had we met literally right before walking into the callback. Oh, wow. And then we had the callback, and they, I guess, left us together, so we both booked it. Wow. How did you like your experience working on that film? Um, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was such a great group of people. Um, just like really working their butts off on a low budget indie movie that had like a lot of heart and it paid off because it, it did so well at the box office for being such an it indie. Did. It's really a true indie. So, it, it, um, so it's labeled a yeah. true indie, even though it had some very big names in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a uh, CBS films, which is also gone now, but, um, it, it was like low budget. I think the budget was like 7 million. Um, which is very low mm-hmm. for a for a big name movie like that. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. You well, you're clearly not from the DMV because uh, <laughs> our, our low budget is like uh, <laughs> what you got fit, fifty bucks. You got you got five on it. What you what is that? For, a, for an A list movie that is low budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, you had Haley Lou Richardson. You had yeah, uh, Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. By, like, Justin Baldoni. Yeah. Yeah, you had some big names in there and. Um, from what I've read, great reviews from Five Feet Apart. It's definitely an emotional film that will tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. So I need to see Five Feet Apart. I haven't seen it. I, yeah, me too. Um, so I have a quick question for you. Um, yeah. So when you, as an actress, are auditioning for roles, 
how do you choose what you're going to audition for, what you're not going to audition for, or do you just sort of audition for whatever's available and just hope that whatever sticks Are you happens? picky about that, your projects? Yeah, that's yeah. How do you, what, what's question. your process like? Um, I don't feel like I'm in a place to be super choosy as far as like whether or not I love a character. Like mm. if it's a good role as in a role in a solid TV show or movie, like odds are I will audition. However, it's more so like um, anything that comes in contact, like that comes up against like my values, like mm. um, anything that's like doesn't align with like my values or politics or things like that. Like if I don't believe in it, then I don't feel comfortable representing it. Mm-hmm. So there's only been a handful of things that I've said no to because either they don't align with my beliefs or, you know, things like that. Like but nudity? It's, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> like I've, I was put up to audition for, like, a Christian, like, abortion propaganda. Oh, wow, yeah. For bringing up touchy stuff. But, like, I just didn't believe in, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Um, Or, like, a movie that, like, handled domestic violence in, like, a not very, like, delicate way. Mm. I didn't, I didn't like the way it was being handled and it wasn't being, it wasn't, like, directed by a woman. I didn't feel comfortable, you know, things like that. Uh, Well, well, first and foremost, hats off to you because now we're, we're all actors in the studio. And for you to to make a stand like that, it takes a lot of guts. And and we, I, we hey, my hats off to you because you know Thank what I mean. You. I we know how it is to be struggling actors, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I'm I mean I'm like okay, well I have to play like a gay little person naked running through the woods. Fine, I need I need money, I need a paycheck. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> but um, hats off to you that to for making those stands. Yeah, it was really hard. The first time I was, like, shaking because I, I had booked very few things at that point with my agent, so I wanted to stay in good graces with him. Of but I, But I just really didn't feel good about it, so I, like, mm-hmm. drafted this, like, long email explaining myself, and he, of course, responded with, like, one sentence being like, yeah, that's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once the first time I got out of the way, then I sort of started building confidence in myself, and ultimately, one should never feel bad about, you know, speaking up for things like that. It's hard because you want the job, you want to work, but, but, um, other than that, yeah, yeah. Mm Wow. Wasn't it such a relief when you got the next audition, though? It was like, oh, he's still, yes, he's still exactly. cool with like, me. Okay, good. I'm, still, I'm still good. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you actually have an episode of NCIS New Orleans coming out uh, soon, yeah? Oh, yeah. That'll be soon. That, yeah, that was a quick little, a quick fun little role. Lana Bro? Can we talk about Lana your character Bro. in that? Uh, we can talk about it a little bit, yeah. She's um, a, a cop who um, works in an evidence locker. And she, like, kind of has a thing for um, another cop. And she sort of loves him as, like, a superhero amongst, like, geeks because she identifies as a geek. Um, and they have, like, this nice um, interaction. And that's all I can say without giving away what happens. All right. We'll have to tune in. <laughs> NCIS, um, New Orleans, which is doing really well as a series. I mean, that, that, I know. that show is going to be around just maybe as long as the main NCIS Show which crazy, has been right? around for 17 seasons, which is crazy. Not, what was it? Law and Order was like 20 crazy. years or something. Law and Order, I think, was mm. 20. Law and Order SVU, it's crazy. yeah. Crazy. Isn't that wild? Crazy. Yeah. So maybe the uh, it's the New Orleans version will be just the same. That's yeah, it. that'd be crazy too. But uh, one thing that I read about in your bio is very interesting is a Netflix science fiction thriller. 
It's untitled oh, currently, yeah. but you're playing opposite Jordan uh, D- Joseph Gordon Lovett uh, as his yeah. love interest. Yeah, I. It's another small role, but super fun. Um, I play Ashley, who is. Um, I don't know how. I actually don't know how much I can talk about this, but um, <laughs> I have a. I have a interaction with Joseph Gordon Lovett's character, nice. and um, it's fun. Really fun. Oh, okay. That movie's great. I. I, I I wish I knew more about the movie as far as like when it was coming out and stuff, but it is right, like, and it's still untitled, so there's not really yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> right, so don't so and don't it's feel been, bad. Like, on production for a while too. Don't feel bad for not divulging a lot because they haven't even come up with the title yet, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? There's no way I could mess up too badly. Wow, <laughs> Cecile, this is amazing. You have some amazing credits already. That's uh, yeah, yeah that's, and and it's just the beginning for just you. Just the beginning, it mm-hmm. seems, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's weird. Like, you, I moved to New Orleans from New York, and uh, it's like something about moving to New Orleans just like unleashed something, I guess, because mm. now I'm, wow. since I moved here, I've been working. Right? That is awesome, because New Orleans is not your hometown. You're Miami, you're Miami native, right? Yes, I am or, a Miami native. But you moved to New sure. York to attend the, the uh, very exclusive uh, NYU's <laughs> Tisch School for the Arts, which is amazing. Yes, I did. Yes. So did you hit the New York um, film TV market first, or did you immediately decide to move to... Um, yes, not Amazon really. Films? So I, I graduated, and then I sort of stuck around and was doing, um, like, a lot of local theater, off-Broadway stuff, um, cool. experimental stuff, performance art. Um, that, that's what I was familiar with, because that's what I did in college. And... Um, I worked with, like, a lot of professors and peers from school, and the film and TV stuff was, like, impossible for me to touch. Like, I had no idea how to do it, like, how to access it. I didn't even know how to get an agent. Um, NYU does all the training stuff for acting really, really amazingly, but then really badly on teaching you how to network yourself, which is half the battle. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. I, was, like, really drowning. I, like, didn't know how to. So I was just like, I'll just do my weird, like, experimental stuff and see what happens. And I, was, it just wasn't enough. Like I needed more. Um, I yeah. So then I, I was getting really tired, and New York is really hard, and I was really like broke, and I was like, I need to go somewhere else. So I looked at other places where there was like a booming scene, and mm-hmm. we wanted, I wanted to head back south. So I landed on New Orleans. My little sister lives here. She works in film. Oh so nice. It's sort of like yeah. It's, it's, she was yeah. like, you need to come. There's so much work here. So, and it worked out. Oh, very nice. So, so let me ask you a question. So, when 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 going for the process, like when when getting the auditions or mm-hmm. even getting to the auditions, how much do you feel like you being you attending NYU helps in that process? You know what I mean? Like like do yeah. you do you think that 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 that's something that that the casting directors look at, or is it just like oh you know helped you? As far as your acting, of course, but yeah. as far as your resume, like, like, do you think that totally. gives you a push or anything, or how, how do you feel? I mean, this is a great question, and I think about this all the time because it's a huge part of me, but also, like, I'm always asking myself, like, was it worth it in the eyes of a casting director or in the eyes of a director or something? Um, I feel like half and half because when I... Hmm, got signed with my agent, I attended his uh, workshop in Atlanta, he's based in Atlanta, and um, I didn't have any professional quote-unquote film and TV credits on my resume, 
And the number one thing he said he looked for in new clients was experience on on set because mm. he's like pretty exclusive and everybody wants to sign with him. And so he's his number one thing is I want to make sure that you can book that you'll make me money. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, okay, well I don't have that, so maybe the NYU thing will be enough for him to believe that I can actually do it. And it was so that first off was I mean obviously he must have liked me in the workshop, but. I think he also saw that I had legitimate training and that I knew what I was doing. Um, and then the other half of the time, it's like when I got Cloak & Dagger, I was sitting at the first table read with Joe, the showrunner, along with like some of the cast, and we were about to do some table work, and we were talking about it. And I like mentioned it to him, and he was like, I had no idea you went to NYU. And I was like, you wow. had my resume. You didn't see that? And he was like, Oh, no, the only thing that I look for on resumes is to see if you were in any other Marvel thing, because then I'd have to not see you anymore, because you wouldn't be allowed to be on the show. Whoa. And I was like, what? Wow. That's incredible. That's interesting. Well, you know, that's... <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Here I was. I thought that was helping me. That's, you know, that's that's <laughs> odd, because, so, again, like I said, I, I'm, I'm in Wonder Woman 2 as a principal role. I'm, I'm a character and everything. And mm-hmm. they've, I've been consistently getting auditions from like DC shows, like you know. The, um, so that's that's kind of odd. That that's odd to me. Well, yeah, and then like sometimes, so like this um, this untitled sci-fi movie for Netflix that I worked on. When Ooh. I walked into the room for my callback, both of the directors were there, and they immediately were like, "Oh, you went to NYU? I went to NYU." And we started talking back and forth, and we actually. I actually went to college with one of the director's girlfriends. Oh, wow. Like, we, like, were in school at the same time. Like, I hung out with her when I was in Paris one summer. Like, really bizarre. Like, so that was, it's just weird. I I really think it's, like, a mixed bag, like, 50-50 luck. Like, it's as much of a chance as, like, somebody looking at your resume and, like, seeing a movie that you worked on that maybe they know someone that worked on it. I don't think it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't think they're looking for training necessarily. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, and, and for your auditions being down there, are you finding that uh, you're having to go to Atlanta a lot or L.A. or self-taping or in-person in, in New Orleans? Yeah, I would say for New Orleans, like eight times out of ten, I go in person just because if I can, why wouldn't I? Because all the casting directors are here. Yeah. Right. Um, and they, they prefer that anyway. Um, and then for Atlanta, all tapes. Like, I don't really have to go unless I'm called back for something. Then, I, then I sometimes have to go out. Yeah. Um, and back. then L.A., it's usually self-tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of mostly self-tape these days, though. Because even yeah. for New Orleans stuff, if I couldn't mm-hmm. make the audition, they would accept tape. What What type of role are you hoping for? Like, like... Um, what is what is something that you in your head that you're just like, oh my gosh, I hope I get a role like this. Oh, like a dream role or like a realistic role that I could get. <laughs> Give me both. Give me both. <laughs> Dreams can be reality nowadays. I, it is true, but I don't know. I mean, it's like dream roles would be like what actress wouldn't want to play like a, a dramatic needy role like Brie Larson in Room. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Yes. You know, like, who doesn't want a role like that? <laughs> right, but, um, right. But, like, you know, how many people get to play that role? Brie Larson and Brie Larson only, pretty much, you know? And, um, and your leading man is, like, your your love interest is, like, Thor. 
Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris and Hemsworth is and your, your yeah, and your lover is like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh, that's Agreed. less interesting to me, but I get it. <laughs> oh, that's not as interesting to us. Oh, I mean, who who I'm I mean, like who I'm acting with for sure, but like the romantic aspect or the like sexual attraction aspect is like maybe less interesting. I'm more interested in like what they're talking about. You know what I mean? There you go. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, like I would be I happy, just, like doing a scene with a bunch of cats because I'm a cat person. So that would excite me. What was that? I missed that. I said I, said I would be excited doing a scene with a bunch of cats because I'm a, I'm a cat person. So I would like a bunch probably... of cats. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I. Oh man! So when you're when you're not acting, um, I'm reading here you like to play volleyball. You're also a singer, and you enjoy yeah. studying astrology. Is that was that yes. is that something that you just kind of do on your like your free time, or do you actually take courses in astrology? I used to take courses in New York. Um, I loved it. It's just you know it's just a hobby. I just think it's really fun and interesting. What do you think of the black and... hole? The new, oh, it's the crazy, new photos, right? right? It is um, really trippy. Yeah, so the astrology thing's always just been like interesting to me, and I'm definitely not as active anymore just because I don't have like a class to go to to continue to learn. But I'm always interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then volleyball, I was a huge part of my life growing up. I like almost went for college instead of acting. It was like my other love all throughout high school. Oh wow! And um, I again another thing that I just don't do as much, but I, I there's like actually a big dance complex here in New Orleans, which is so random. Um, but I play beach sometimes, from time to time. I, I miss it, though. Oh, I want to cool. do it more. And the singing aspect, you actually uh, sang for a band called Sugar. That's pretty cool. What, yes. kind, of, what kind of music was Sugar? Um, I would say just that question always stresses me out because, <laughs> like, all of us wrote music and everybody has, like, a different style. I would say, like, generally speaking, like, contemporary alternative rock, but... Awesome. Like, everybody had a different perspective. Like, our, one of our guitarists is really into jazz, so all her stuff is really jazzy, and, you know, the, you know, someone else is really into, like, punk and ska, so it was kind of all over the place, but I would say rock. Generic, where where you know, can we find more of this music? Of sugar? I don't think you can find it anywhere, and I hope <laughs> you can. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> so, so how cool would it be for you to get a role where you, where you could use your, your your vocals? Would you like that? Or? Uh, it would be cool. It would be cool. I, it just mm, the idea of that kind of stresses me out as far as like musical theater. It it would be cool if it was like just contemporary singing and it wasn't like I don't know. I guess like I a Star Is Born, like Lady Gaga's but, role in that. Yeah, maybe. I guess. Yeah, I guess maybe like that. I'm just not. I'm not like an incredible singer. I'm just like, I don't know. I have Listen, a whole thing with at, singing, at, a, whole, a whole other complex there. So At the end um, of the it day. It would be fun. It would be fun. How about I just say it would be fun? Nice, <laughs> nice. Listen, at the end of the day, you are so multi-talented. So please, you know, understand that, that there is only one you. And, and again, mm-hmm. you're at the tip the very tip of, of, of what's going to be so... You're and we're, so we're nice. definitely you behind you and, and looking me. forward yes. to where it goes. Cecilia, you're amazing. Thanks so much for talking to us. For listening to me ramble. That was awesome. No. <laughs> of course, check <laughs> out... Great. We loved it. Cloak and Dagger. Um, more episodes coming out, right? On Freeform. Yeah. 
And of course, um, your upcoming episode of NCIS New Orleans. Awesome. Cecilia, if you could, before we let you go, uh, if you could uh, cut a promo for us, let us know who you are. You can throw out your character from Cloak and Dagger, whatever other projects, five feet apart, anything else, and let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Cecilia Leal. Uh, you can catch me on Cloak and Dagger as Michaela or in Five Feet Apart as Camila. And I am on Below the Belt. Muy bien. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Are you on social media? Yeah. What's that? Are you on social media? Yes, I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram. My um, Instagram handle is Ceci, uh, C-E-C-I underscore Leal, 478. And my Twitter is the same thing, but without the underscore. Nice and complicated for everybody. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Cecilia, muchas gracias. Very. Igualmente. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank Have you. Have a good night. Yeah. Buenas noches. Thanks, guys. Uh, ciao. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I have to throw she out the Spanish line. Yeah, muy, yeah, she was nice. Muy yeah. bien. Two great interviews nice. of two up-and-coming right. stars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, their, I mean, their think, careers are going to be I think both awesome. of them are, are, are going to do great things. And Black Summer, fantastic show, Cloak and Dagger. I mean, it's part of the Marvel Universe. I mean, yep. how much better can you get with that? Mm-hmm. Um, let's but, Hey, watch your mouth, buddy. Oh, my bad, DC. Oh, yeah, some got a DC in here. <laughs> <laughs> and we got DC in studio. How's that? <laughs> All right, let's talk Disney Plus. Disney and Plus. our favorite genre, our favorite fandom. We're back Star- to Star Wars. We're back to Star Wars. We're back because... to Star Wars. Yes. Oh, well. Sorry, guys. It look like me and Snorkels are out. Go right? ahead and take a nap. <laughs> Pass over the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cookies. Right. So uh, yeah. at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, they yep. had the panel for The Mandalorian. Yep. It's going to be worth checking out. Yeah. It looked cool. It looks I mean, pretty cool. It looked it looked cool the, from, from what you've sent me. I, I yes. watched it. It was so nice. So there was actually some uh, panel coverage that was not... It was um, leaked. Was not... Uh, leaked um, publicly, but no. it was leaked. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, it un- was pub- <laughs> it was leaked publicly, but it wasn't released released publicly. Pu- released publicly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So we saw a lot of the behind the scenes and the making of. Yep. We saw. Actually, it seemed like a five-minute clip of it one was. of the scenes. It, it was. was. They went pretty crazy. good detail. Um, but I'm really looking forward to oh, it. I'm so excited. Because as soon as this Disney Plus drops, mm-hmm. Mandalorian will already be released and ready to view. Yeah. Um, as you know, John Favreau is the, um, He's the spearhead. The, the yep. showrunner. Yep. Um, Which, that that in and of itself mm-hmm. has like calmed my nerves for the show. Okay. Because he's a true fan. As he's well. such a fan. And he'll and do a good job with it. He, yeah. he respects the audience. Yes. And that's what I appreciate. That is very know. important. You have to respect You have audience. to. Yeah. yeah. Dave Filoni as well. Um, yep. Who is known for the, his work on the Clone Wars. My man Taika um, Waititi. Taika Waititi will be directing oh, as well. Oh, that's going to be cool. So I'm curious to see what she brings to yeah. the Star Wars universe. And fr- from what I understand, Taika Waititi is also going to be voicing um, ID-88, which mm-hmm. is one of the bounty hunters. Yes. Which because it's only five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So you're gonna ha- you're gonna so see you get some, some of those re- characters, characters yeah. which they can do, like the droids and the creatures. Yeah. Obviously, they can't do a Mark Hamill right. aged. Yes. Back to the, you know... 30 the, years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they can't make a young... But, um, I mean, in my eyes, Taika Waititi can do no wrong. Right. He is literally the polar opposite of how I feel about Ryan Johnson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What about Carl Weathers being in the Fucking cast? Carl Weathers, that was a fun Dude, surprise. I mean, this My man from Predator, legend, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. I love, I, mean, I love me some Carl Weathers. There's another Carl just Weathers. cool motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Nick Nolte is in it? Wait, did you know that? I did Nick not Nolte? know that Nick Nolte Nick was in it. in it. He's yeah. still alive? That's fucking awesome. Nick Nolte's in it. I wonder if you'll be able to understand a word he says, because his voice is so like... So, Pedro Pascal is the lead. He's the lead. This. Yeah, Game and of Thrones. Is, Let's go back yeah. to that. No, Martell, <laughs> who got his head crushed yeah. by the mountain. Why um, you gotta bring up He was in a movie called Triple Threat? <laughs> Triple something? Gina Carano. Triple dub. Yeah. Gina Carano, there Gina we go. Gina Carano's in it as yep, well, former yep. UFC, MMA I, I'm hoping she's also going to be a Mandalorian. So for those of you that know who what a, what a Mandalorian is, yes. think Splendid. of them as like Star Wars Spartans. It's like yes. an entire planet of warriors. Boba Fett. That Boba Fett, like Boba Fett, Fett is a Mandalorian. That is like his, where he comes from. And that armor that he wears, that's like what all of them wear. Right. And this one particular Mandalorian is Pedro Pascal, and that is right. fucking awesome. And so, the other one was Aquaman's father. Yep. That's right. That's so, true. Very good. Yes. So all these Mandalorian um, warriors, if you will, will yeah. have very similar costumes to Boba Fett. With, yes, but with little differences, because they, right. they also like to individualize themselves. Right, right, know? right. So yeah, this yeah. is going to be really awesome. It's fucking awesome. Um, Giancarlo so Esposito from Breaking Bad's in the cast. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, Emily Swallow. Um, from Supernatural, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Emily Spitz. <laughs> We're sorry, Emily Spitz. Oh, so bad to hide from American Gods. That was Al Soto that said that for the record. I just <laughs> like to put it out there. Werner Herzog, the Grizzly Man. Yeah. Uh, we already mentioned Nick Nolte, which Nick is crazy. Nolte. Um, so yes, um, your boy Taika Waititi. My boy Taika. Howard. Uh, whoa. Rick uh, Fumiyua from Dope and Sweet. Deborah Chow from Jessica Jones will be directing as well. Nice. So Disney Plus will launch November 12th uh, of this year. Very uh, good. Only $6.99 a month. So it's not too I mean, bad. I'm sold. For right now. For right now. But you <laughs> know what, though? That's okay because I'm there, paying 15 bucks a month for HBO now. And there's a, uh, there is a, a yearly plan you can do. Yeah, you just drop mm, it yearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, I believe, it's $6.99. I did a one-time a fee for Firestick. Just throwing out there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just throwing out there. Okay. So, um, again, um, Disney's going to have a ton of content. Mm -hmm. We'll have 7,500 episodes of current and off-the-air TV shows. Yeah. 25 original series. The 10 original movies. 400 library movie titles, 100 recent theatrical films released. So expect all those recent, like, Marvel All the Marvel and Disney MCU movies. On Netflix. All we'll the be moving from Netflix over to because you know you, we I, have I'm assuming Avengers the, like the entire classic collection of yeah. Disney movies yeah I can get my Robin Hood in which I is <laughs> I feel bad for Netflix they're losing on all that but, but here's the but I, I mean Netflix is coming out with so much good content this is true now like it's gonna be a stiff competition because Disney's got all the big names yeah. right thirty seasons of The Simpsons oh shit that's right it's because they bought Fox because you know? of the 21st Century Fox deal yep. So we're talking X Men. They got X Men. Yeah, and yep. probably future X Men content. Yep. Of course, we already mentioned the Hawkeye series. Mm -hmm. The Hawkeye kind of... series, the Loki series. Yep. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision series, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Absolutely. This is yep. all stuff that's coming out. 
Yep, all that and stuff. And I didn't have a piece of paper to read. I just knew that. Yeah. And they're going to have I all, all, <laughs> all the recent theatrical releases. Captain yeah. Marvel, yep. Toy Story 4, Dumbo, uh, Avengers Endgame. These all plan to eventually mm-hmm. go from the theaters to the Disney+. Plus. I would assume like the 22 movies in MCU that have already been released, which should probably pop right yep. in there too. So I can yep. get my marathon on. Did y'all know that, um, according to what I know, which isn't always correct, <laughs> that Dumbo <laughs> actually saved Disney from going under? Yes. The whole point of that movie was to be quick, short, to the point, and give them a boost. You're talking the original. The original. Yes. The original in 1941, yeah. Right. It, it, yeah, they had done so poorly because of the timing of everything. I, right. I can't remember what came it. out before Dumbo. Pinocchio, Pinocchio and yeah. something else. And they yeah. just didn't get a lot of money it from hitting. it. Yeah. yeah, so Dumbo was supposed to be very quick, straightforward, very short. And it was short. a short film. It was less yeah. than an hour long. Which is wild for yeah. a feature, yeah. And so yeah. they capitalized on that and made a great. Yeah. Uh, and you well, think with a movie that was less action. than an hour long, like I don't know if you guys remember like the acid trip thing with the pink elephants and all that right. shit. Yeah. That's that's eight minutes of the movie. Yeah, I bet Cersei wanted to see those pink elephants. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, she yeah. was adamant she was about, about, she about she those, those fucking elephants, elephants <laughs> didn't she? Uh, oh, that was funny. All the memes from the yeah, elephants. But I'm sure you'll give her a trunk, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're on gave her a trunk. Maybe a prince. Anyways, Anyways. Um, <laughs> um, another Disney Plus um, series will be Love, Simon. So that's a, a film that had rave reviews, so Disney's going to take the sequel and turn it into a series. So Love, Simon oh, will be cool. another one. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and that's um, that's a lot of that's, stuff. That's going a lot on of stuff for, on Disney Plus. For Disney Plus. I'm getting um, it. I'm sold, man. Yeah. Um, other TV news. Um, so the Star Trek uh, series, a new one, which will feature Patrick Stewart. Reprising his iconic role as John Luke Picard, which is good because mm-hmm. I've always been thinking like lately Star Wars has been hitting it, hitting home run after home yeah. run, and I haven't seen a lot of Trek wins, right? So that's good they're pulling them, pulling them back in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Allison Pill will be joining the uh, cast of that. You might remember her from um, American Horror Story. Yeah, um, Cult. She did great in that one. Awesome. Oh yeah, um, okay. I yeah, that, it, yeah, I remember. You remember her in that? Yeah, I remember in other stuff, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not on. The, I I've never watched horror American horror story. Okay. Santiago oh, it's Cabrera. a really good show. It's man. on my list. It's on my list. Michelle Hurd, even uh, Evagora, will also uh, join the cast of the Star Trek series. Cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. forward to that. Noise. I haven't seen the 100, but apparently uh, the new trailer just dropped for that. From what Mrs. Captain says, it's actually a pretty good show. Mrs. Captain's a Mrs. fan. Mrs. Captain is a fan of the 100, and she likes it. Okay, they yeah. start with a uh, exploring a new planet. Okay, which apparently um, is better than Uranus. Was, which is much better. Not and better cleaner than Uranus. So. <laughs> Not polluted like Uranus. How do you like know, Uranus. Al? <laughs> yeah. He visits frequently. <laughs> it's cleaned by a dog, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so what Miss Silk has, has relayed the message. Um, so there's a series called Why the Last Man. Have you heard this? It's about the yep. last man on Earth and the last monkey on Earth. Based on a comic book, yes. Ma- la- la- let me rephrase that. Last male monkey on Earth. Yeah, last, last male man. Human, human on Earth yep. amongst many women. A, a, so, a planet of women, yes. I mean, it pretty much... Didn't they already ba- did this? Well, it's based <laughs> on a comic book. a very old... Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. think there was a very old movie, maybe from the 70s, mm-hmm. where it, this dude was the last guy, and there were a bunch of women 
and they were hating on him. That yeah. and a TV show, him. right? Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay, there was something show? similar concept. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. this particular TV show is directed complete, like directly from the comic book. From a Vertigo, which is also DC on yeah. the DC um, yeah, yeah. banner. Um, it's going to debut in 2020, apparently. Actually, isn't Hayden Christensen on that? I'm not sure about that one. I is thought I saw something okay. with him in it. But we uh, have uh, Imogen Poots is in it. Diane Lane. Imogen Poots. Yes. Barry uh, Keegan, Juliana Canfield, and Amber Tamblyn. Amber Tamblyn. Yeah. Okay. We love her from... I don't know why I thought you said Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. <laughs> that is fun to say. <laughs> Isn't it a fun name to say? Yeah. And she's, so, she's a great actress, too. Though. So, yes, like but apparently, even though the series will be coming out in 2020, yeah. there have been um, tensions between the showrunners, Michael Green and Ada Mashaka Kroll, have departed the series, both the showrunners, due to creative differences. So it looks like... Um, going forward, if they do get a second season, they'll mm-hmm. have to uh, get another showrunner. Um, they're still going to move forward with the series with the current cast. Um, okay. So, okay. okay. So I said correct. So, they, so they, they shot the pilot. So with the showrunners gone, they're going to still move forward. They got their last man and their monkey. Yeah. And their planet of women. Right. But <laughs> exactly. Different person telling them what to do. I got you. Right. <laughs> um, Mike Myers will be uh, returning to television on Netflix. Really? Um, in a half-hour comedy series, which will have a six-episode order, a very guess short he, series. I guess like he ran out of that Shrek money. <laughs> right. Um, apparently, he it's going to be a very uh, different, like, what he does best, like yeah. in Austin Powers, he's yeah. going to be creating all these different characters. Oh, I'm so happy. And Mike Myers was quoted as saying, I love creating characters, and Netflix has given me a fantastic playground to play in. See, that's so, why I gotta keep Netflix. Even when Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, sorry, you have when to. When Disney Plus comes out, I'm still gonna keep yeah, Netflix. Yeah, because I love Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep the person's password. Oh there you snap! Go. I there feel you, go. you. Did you guys see him in Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Yes. I like. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was in it. And, and there was some significance scene... in that scene too. Good, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you guys remember Wayne's World. Yep. Yeah. So right. Wayne's World put Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. back on the map. On the map. Mm-hmm. Yes. And his line in in mm-hmm. the movie Bohemian Rhapsody was nobody's gonna <laughs> listen to this on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was that kind was of like important. an Easter egg. To it was an Easter egg to those movie nerds. Yeah. 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 That was absolutely perfect. It, it was, was perfect. Really was. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Hulu yeah. will have a new limited series called The Dropout, um, starring Kate McKinnon. So. Okay. Well, she's hysterical. I, well, she'll have time to do an entire series with Saturday Night Live, unless she's leaving Saturday Night Live. She's superhuman. I'm sure she could figure it out. Hopefully she could work out both. She's but, fucking uh, brilliant. She is brilliant. Um, it's about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, based upon the podcast about the rise and fall of a disgraced company and its CEO. And Kate will be executive producing this one. So. Cool. Yeah. We'll see that one. John Cusack will star opposite Rain Wilson and Sasha Lane in a show called Sharp Objects. Um, I'm I, s- I wonder if he'll be standing in the rain because he tends to do that. In yes. <laughs> right. Rain Wilson. Yeah. Right next to Rain Wilson. <laughs> Is that like Robert Downey Jr. eating on set? Or? Yeah. No, that's totally <laughs> like him taking off his glasses very dramatically. Like John Cusack's thing. He's always standing in the rain. Yes. Somebody, is it Brad Pitt that's always eating too? Brad Pitt eats on set. Robert Downey Jr. takes off his glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah. And John Cusack stands in the ring. You know, so, you can take eating classes in L.A. Oh, for actors. Really? How to eat on camera. Yeah. It's that's actually what? on my bucket list. So, oh, that's totally LA. rad. Yeah. Oh, my god. I want to take that class. And then, so ever since I heard that. How I would this w- be beneficial? 
Well, okay, so Grey's Anatomy films in LA, and if you notice, which I don't know if y'all have seen the show, they're always eating on that show, and it's timed perfectly, the bites are perfect, the way they chew is a certain way. Yeah. I would have to guess that perhaps that class or workshop grew out of that or yep. mm-hmm. those actors took those classes and really yes and then now whenever I watch it and they're eating I can't listen to what they're saying I'm just focused on how they're eating and how I can do that that is insane all I know when about I'm actors right. eating is when Chris Pratt was on Parks and Rec like most actors <laughs> would have a spit bucket to spit back into yes. but he would just eat and apparently he ate like 15 cheeseburgers in one <laughs> one screening because he just he's you know, a big fat kid like me, and I love it. <laughs> he was. Was. Yeah. Not anymore. Now he eats vegetables. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I was talking about John Cusack. John Cusack, stand in the rain. His series actually is called. <laughs> really derailed that. It's an Amazon series called Youth. Because I really feel like you can do better things with your time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. In LA? I, there's a lot to do in LA, right? <laughs> Take an eating class, yeah. I just think it's. How about an acting class? <laughs> there you go. I'm just teasing. <laughs> a, a snorkeling class. <laughs> but yes, Utopia is going to be on Amazon. Okay. Um, and I stand corrected. It's Sasha Lane was on Sharp Objects. Um, and the author, Jillian Flynn, um, it's his series. Okay. Utopia. And John Cusack will play Dr. Kevin Christie. A uh, media-savvy, brilliant, biotech mind with a philanthropic outlook. Okay. Right. Who stands in the rain. Right. <laughs> who stands in the rain, yeah. Um, Sterling K. Brown, who is um, very critically acclaimed for his role on uh, This Is Us. Oh, yeah. Will be um, appearing I on... refuse to watch that show. Yeah. I refuse. I, I mean, why do I want to watch a show cry to make me cry? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what well, you show? just got to look in the mirror to do that. Right? I know, right? Uh, like, uh, I mean, hey. I, it, it is said everybody can't be this sexy. <laughs> it's true. So it's he'll true. be on a show that will actually make you laugh, hopefully. Oh, good. Marvelous Mrs. <laughs> Maisel. He'll be, uh, awesome. which I don't think he's leaving This Is Us. He's just doing, just a, in the... doing a guest star role. Okay, cool. He's just um, doing This Is Them and then coming back to This Is Us. This yeah. Is Them, which is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we'll have to look forward and see what he does for that. Um, as you know, Emmy Rosen walked away from Shameless. She did. Um, but she will be working on a new series um, on Amazon. Okay. Called Modern Love. All right. Okay. So um, so apparently um, she, um, the series is written by Nancy Oliver of the Lars and Real Girl fame. Cool. And um, her husband will be executive producing this show. So I can see maybe why she wanted to leave Shameless because makes sense. If her husband is executive producing, then, then maybe I mean she, she gave she gave Shameless like ten years, man. Yeah, and you she know? gave that that that's a long it's a long time, and she long was time. I mean nine seasons, so yeah, nine seasons. Yeah, I mean, so she worked their, her ass off on that show. They're coming up on their tenth on season. Yeah, and although Emmy Rosen will not be returning for season, um, season yeah. ten, yeah. Noel Fisher last seen on the sixth episode of season nine. Will return for the tenth season along with Cameron Monaghan. You know we're rewatching that show, Shameless, like because yeah. Mrs. Captain has never seen it, so we're watching it now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Noel Fisher, like when I first watched it, when it was like on every week on Showtime, right? Like I really wasn't giving him that much thought. I he's kind of like the thug dude or whatever. But right. now watching it, he's fucking brilliant. He's like one of the best characters on that show. Oh yeah, he's he's great. Oh, he's know, amazing. I mean, it's it's amazing acting on that show. On pre- he's amazing. It's amazing. And 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 mm-hmm. I am I am a huge fan of the guy that went to um, 
Gotham, this this playing yeah. oh, Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan. Who oh my god, who plays who, the Joker in Who plays Gotham. the Joker, but also there's a Star Wars video Jerome. game coming out and he plays the main protagonist. There you go. There you Back go. to Star Wars, you son of a bitch. And the gaming, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, American well, gaming of Thrones. Ah. Ah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Any American Gods fans here? Uh, yes, I pa- love American Pablo Gods. Pablo Schreiber from American Gods. Will, My buddy. Will be a lead in another gaming show yeah. called Halo. Halo. Yes, what? Good, yes, Halo's going to be on oh, Showtime. shit. Based on the Xbox video game franchise. There it is. Shriver will play Master Chief, Earth's most advanced no. player. Yes. In the 26th century. <gasps> I'm so fucking excited. And the only hope of salvation for a uh, civilization pushed to the brink of destruction by the Covenant. I fucking love that dude. You ever see? I mean, dude. he was in Den of Thieves with my main you know, man he's, over he's, here. He's, he's my boy. But have yeah. you? Ever, I mean, he was also in one of my favorite yeah. movies, Thirteen Hours, about Benghazi. Yeah. Uh, which he was amazing in that. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, he's dude. He's Give me his phone number. Is he done with American Gods? He is so, I have no idea. I'm not okay, because I, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't gotten the season two. No, no. Good. He's he's yeah. He's still so a main main maker. I'll have to do both. That makes me super tall. You know that, right? He's like six seven. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. I mean, dude, I've never like, met yeah, him in person, I got, I'll like, show you pictures here. of me and him standing yeah. beside <laughs> each other. He's like, yeah. I don't think ridiculous. you could do two series regulars on. I don't. I but that fucking know. blows my mind, dude. Yeah. Like, cause uh, Halo, You're a big is, gamer. Halo is my jam. I am the BTB gamer. You I'll, are. I'm gonna give myself that title now, cause yes. none of y'all motherfuckers <laughs> play video games. <laughs> I, I um, do play video games. I just don't have time. I've played a lot of tanks. I've played WoW. I've played. The little green person that runs around everywhere on the and Nintendo Switch. And she's played Switch. men. Okay, that's pretty dope. Okay, high five, gamer. High five. That works. There she goes. But that's some... And Mario Kart. Oh, there we go. Hey, Mario Kart. There we you go. I love Mario we Kart, go. bro. But that For is... For sure. That is the first I've heard of that, and I am fucking yep. excited. I am glad... Thank you. Wet your pants. So. Thank you for letting me wet my <laughs> pants. I yeah. spilled my drink earlier, so they were already a little. Um, good job, guys. Um, yeah. I don't want to be a part of it, but so, good job. Man, that's awesome. Um, also oh. on Showtime is The Loudest Voice, which is the Roger Ailes um, biopic series. Russell Crowe uh, does very similar to Christian Bale in Vice and puts on like a prosthetics to be a he bigger gets fat. guy. Yep. Um, which so Christian Bale actually got fat, though. He actually gained ru- weight. You're right. Yeah. yeah. He, Russell Crowe was a lot of prosthetics. He might have gained weight for I mean, he's well. also a big dude. But mm. he looked really unrecognizable. That's uh, cool. In this as... I love uh, when actors can get in like chameleon mode and just like yeah. totally change what they oh, look like. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point, That's a my dream. Opinion. Those are my dream roles. Yeah. And in this area, yeah. they're not really you can't, It's there. hard to find them. Yeah. yeah. It's not too many no, of them. But I, got, uh, I definitely got jacked for Den of Thieves. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because you were like rocking my wife beater, man. You had to look yeah. tough. You had to be tough. Yeah. I, I got, I got <laughs> big. Like 50, 50 Cent was like, goddamn. Like God every, damn. Every, everybody was like, you're a big boy. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, Naomi Watts uh, will be in this as well. Sweet. So, who's going to be in the Game of Thrones prequel? That's right. Yeah. So, That's uh, right. Sienna Miller will be in there. Very Seth cool. MacFarlane will be in it as well. I love Seth. Seth MacFarlane's going to be in the Game of Thrones prequel? No, no. no. Russell. Uh, Russell oh, okay. yeah. I was getting ready to say, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, That's a cameo. Oh, no, right. Oh, that is a killio. Like, no. Yeah. The Roger Ailes uh, yeah, okay. limited series okay. on Showtime. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a cameo. That's yeah. a killer show. I see yeah, Roger Ailes <laughs> is the founder of Fox News. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Josh Charles <laughs> will guest star as well. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Oh, he's from around here. He's from Maryland. Oh, yeah. He went to Baltimore School for the Arts. There you go. With right. B2B's Cokie. Really? Yes. How about that? Small yeah, world, man. Crazy Cokie. Um, 
Solo himself, Alden Ehrenreich, will star in a show called Brave New World. Okay. It's going to be on the USA Network. Um, interestingly enough, dropping um, down a few levels from you know being in a Star Wars, yeah, spearheading a Star Wars yeah. movie, but that's cool. Um, Homeboy's got to make his money. It's like it's a, a period gotta piece based money. on a 1932 novel, okay, about a utopian society that's uh-huh. achieved peace and stability through the prohibition of monogamy, pi- pri- privacy, money, family, and history itself. Oh boy, that sounds okay. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. some and social commentary in yes. there. Yes, yeah. and Solo himself. Han He's Solo. a good actor. I'll, 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 check, it actor, I'll yeah. check it out. I'll check it out. Hold on, hold on. The guy, you think the guy that played Solo so is a good Solo? actor? Yeah, I liked him. Dude, you know they had, to, they had to bring in like acting coaches. Yeah, and, the they, and they did her, their job. They did their job because the end result was pretty good. Yeah. I think he did okay. I, I don't know. Always I, naysaying I, over listen. here, sir. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you guys are Star Wars fans, but yeah. my, my thing is if you have to bring in acting coaches... Then that said something. Right. Well, clearly he learned something. Right. <laughs> or they did enough takes to get right. something. <laughs> well, we will find out on the, what was it, USA Channel or TNT? or uh, USA Network. USA, we'll find yeah. out. Um, HBO dropped the second uh, season trailer for Big Little Lies, which is coming back. Yeah. Also, HBO will be uh, doing two uh, series, one with Jordan Peele. Okay. Which... Jordan Peele's already busy with the Twilight Zone. Homeboy's kicking ass. Busy, period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is crazy. So, yeah. Which um, is good for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so his um, his uh, series is called Lovecraft Country. How do you how do you how do you feel about him saying that he will never hire a I, white wow. lead actor? I can tell you as a as a white dude, I will tell you I have no fucking problem with it, yeah. and the reason why. Is because there's plenty of white people out there that get pissed off when they change the race of an actor, and they're like, "Why don't you just come up with a or not change the race of an actor, change the race of a character?" Mm-hmm. And they keep saying, "Why don't you just come up with your own fucking stories?" That's exactly what he's doing. And he said, "You've already seen that movie." Before. Yeah, you've already he's already seen that movie. He, he's, he's I seen guarantee it. no white director will say the opposite and say they will never. Well, I mean, yeah. fuck those. But guys they've then. done it. It's not even yeah. a it's thing a of thing. saying it's it. Been right. done. They've done it. How many? How many white directors or, or writers who, who have never won't... had a black mm-hmm. lead exactly. actor? Exactly. So, yeah. I, I I give Jordan Peele all the fucking power in the world. Do work, yeah. man. Make your fucking stories yeah. because I'll watch them. Yeah. So this will be interesting. So this uh, series by Jordan Peele and HBO, which is called Lovecraft Country. Stars Journey Smollett Bell and Courtney B. Vance, mm-hmm. oh, which is about awesome. a, yeah, a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in Ooh. search of his missing father. Ooh. Oh, wow. So, I mean, if there's anybody to take care of that, it'll be him. To watch. Yeah. Be, I'm, yeah. Um, also on HBO will be Josh Whedon, best known for his Buffy the Vance. Josh Whedon. Whedon will be, um, cool we'll be show running or actually producing a show called The Nevers. The Nevers. It's okay. a science fiction drama about a gang of Victorian women. Surprise, surprise. Who find themselves with unusual abilities. That is so quintessential, Josh. That is so Josh. That is Dollhouse. That is Dollhouse. That is pretty it's, much it's all of the Buffy. It's, it's everything. Fireflies. All of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got to give props. Out. Switch over to reality TV really quick. American Idol's top ten has two representatives mm-hmm. from the DMV and specifically Beemore line. What do you think of that? Well, there you go. Windsor oh, Mills, Demetrius Graham, and my hometown of Catonsville, Maryland, Jeremiah Lloyd Harmon, representing Catonsville. Do you know the guy? Uh, 
No, I don't. Okay. But both of them will be in the top ten of American Idol. Oh, hold on. You said Demetrius? Demetrius is this, Graham. This, is, that the, is, that, is that the guy that was the um, Michael Jackson impersonator? No, 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 no. no. That's, that's someone else. Oh, that's Demetrius Reeves. Yeah, that's a yeah. different Demetrius. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to say, I know him. That's my like, boy. Like, <laughs> Demetrius boy, is right? out there, man. There's a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it's so cool that two of the top contestants are, are locals. Are locals right? That's pretty rad. That is cool. That's pretty cool. And... Yeah, um, very similarly, uh, Amazing Race's 31st season starts. Um, 31st season? Starts actually tonight. And I get to give a shout out. A very good friend of mine is uh-huh. in this season. She was on Survivor. Okay. So they're putting a lot of Survivors, um, Big Brother contestants, oh. and former Amazing Race contestants that in one you. season. And mm-hmm. Eliza Orleans, best of luck with you and to Corinne. Her um, amazing race partner, who's also on Survivor. Luck. And hopefully they win. Travel to all the places, do all the things. Yes. Coachella first weekend was last weekend. Um, Oh my God, are you going to Coachella? (laughs) That was so. You sound like every girl ever. Right? I'm going to Coachella. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You sound like the Jenner sisters. Right? Oh my God, this is terrible. Are you going to Coachella? Not too much for Coachella, but every celebrity goes there, unfortunately. Still on my bucket list. I think it would be kind of fun to go. I'd rather go to Burning Man if I had to pick. Mm, yeah. If I had to pick. Yeah. If I'm going to go on an acid trip and hang out with a bunch of half-naked people, I want to do it at Burning Man. <laughs> Was it Burning Man? Both of them are definitely worth Because uh, I don't want to hear, oh my yeah. God, we're in Coachella. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want to hear any of that. Ariana Grande had a really cool set with NSYNC members. Oh, that's cool. Except for Justin Timberlake, who was still on his uh, Man of the Woods tour. Yeah, homeboy's busy. Yeah, so he was busy. Busy could not make that performance, make the rehearsals for that. Yeah. But the rest of NSYNC joining Ariana Grande for that cool. as well. Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. But um, Kanye West is going to hold his Sunday service oh at Coachella. Is he <laughs> ordained? Yeah, I don't know, but he has, <sighs> he started the Sunday service Kanye. back in Los Angeles. And now Jeez. he's going to have one I, at Coachella. I've kind of so, washed my hands of Kanye, man. So lame. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, the captain's opinion. <sighs> and another great collaboration David is Weezer, Weezer with their version of No Scrubs along with my favorite Ooh. TLC member, Chili. That's ambitious. Chili. That's Chili. Did I ever tell you about Chili? Oh, Chili. Oh, come on. I still give, got Don't a give me another story. What do you got? What do you got? I've so, so, years ago, when they were doing Crazy Sexy Cool, I had second row seats, and here's the crazy thing. So, so Chili called me on stage, of course she on stage, and she gave me a little dance, slap dance, right. like, you what? know, whatever. All right. Now, here's the crazy part. And this is, honest to God, I never lie on God. Praise baby Jesus. Years later, years later, I'm a male exotic dancer, right? Yep. She had a show called For the Love of Chili or something, right? Yep. And she came to one of the male exotic dance shows, and I'm giving her a lap dance. Shut and up. I what said, fuck, honest dude? to God, and, I'm giving to, and I said, I got to tell you something. She said, and I'm giving her a lap dance. I said, years ago, you came to Baltimore on on um, Halloween. Yeah. I said, I had two pigtails, and you pulled me out of the crowd. She said, oh, my God. Pigtails? She said, oh, it was Halloween. I, I put pigtails in Oh, my, my God. And she was like, oh, my on. God. She was like, I remember that. I'm oh, my. Shocked. And she said, That's now dope. you're giving me a lamp dance. This is crazy. I'm more shocked <laughs> we had about them pigtails than Chili pulling you up. I mean, I'm yeah, not surprised dude. about <laughs> pigtails, to be completely honest with you. I can see my pigtails. But that's, it was it that's was a Halloween. Fucking, so. That's a cool story. It's, I, and that's yes, cool. could you? I've had a crush on Chili. Oh, I absolutely oh, would have. We yeah. all would have. Okay. Yeah, 
I would. I would have. I would have. <laughs> but it was. It was Mrs. such. Would have been totally it was such a full circle crazy uh, situation. That's pretty yeah. wild, man. So crazy. It just goes to show how small Earth really is. Man. Yeah, and they're and, so little. And they're why all of them were so little. Why would the universe do that to you? Right. Like, what was the point in that coming full circle? <laughs> right. I, I have no idea. You, just, you, you had so to give cool. something back. You got a lap dance for her. <laughs> so wait a minute. Yeah. So when you said you put your dick in the chili, you weren't talking about a crop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it wasn't hot. I don't need no more STDs. Well, it's chili, so it was hot. <laughs> Couple mm-hmm. sad news that we have to th- uh, throw out. Um, Hollywood mm-hmm. lost uh, Gloria. I'm sorry, Georgia Engel, um, who is best known for the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, I was gonna say. I thought that name sounded familiar. Yeah, she was 70 years old. Oh. Um, apparently, um, her cause now. of death is still unknown. Oh wow. Also, we're still in uh, shock after the lo- the the damage, the fire of uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral yep. in Paris. Um, it's cry. raised it's raised Iconic over a billion dollars now. Parisian though. church, um, a very popular spot for for tourists mm. and residents in Paris, and um, a lot of art in there. Have they found out the the reason? Have they this? They well, what they're saying okay. from what I've read, they're saying that it was an accident as a result from restoration. Restor- mm-hmm. some, some, yeah, something like that. The current, I, current I mean, pr- uh, construction on but it. But right? what what's not really popular is that there's also been mm-hmm. uh, a fire at a very popular mosque and um, I think a synagogue or something like that. Man. So there's been like a series of fires in popular European places of worship. Um, your conspiracy theorist with the oh. tin hat on is saying that, you know, this could be some malicious intent. Um, I Jeez. hope not. Let's hope not. But the good news is that the in, the inside of the Notre Dame, I don't know if you actually saw the pictures from the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There actually wasn't too much damage on the inside. It was incredible. Yeah. And what they're going to be able to do with the restoration is instead of going back to its original design because the, four, the trees that they used to yeah. build it are no longer there. Um, they're going to kind of give it a modern mm-hmm. stretch to rebuild it, which is cool. So, yeah. you know, it'll get better. Uh, the, the Walt Disney Company is committing $5 million in, aid to, uh, in the reconstruction yeah. of uh, the... So is so Apple. Apple's given a lot. So that's my, good. my only argument with that is um, that two weeks before that, three local churches mm-hmm. in the United States were burnt. Yeah. Um, black churches. Yeah. And, mm. you know, but as a result of Notre Dame and kind of people bringing that up as an argument like yo flint still has mm-hmm. their water issue how come Notre Dame yeah. it's a billion right. dollars exactly. people have been starting to donate to these other churches mm-hmm. and as one of the churches as, as a result of that so right. one church in new orleans i think they've received like five million dollars or something like that from Good. donations so they're See? starting to rebuild again yeah. there you so go there you go but let's hope is, i was thinking that when i was seeing all of the money donated i of course was thrilled but at the same time there are so many other issues and Mm -hmm. causes that need this money yeah why wasn't that money available to those things but it is available to notre dame yeah or notre dame rather notre dame yeah Yeah. so i mean it's a very valid point yeah yeah, i understand but you know people's lives are at stake but a church a beautiful historical monument and nobody was hurt so much nobody was hurt nobody was hurt point you're gonna donate huge 500 Sons million pounds. I think Sel- Selma Hayek's husband, who's a billionaire, is donating like $200 million. And there's a French billionaire that, that's doing the same thing. So their, their funds will be covered to restore the church. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I mean, no think doubt. of it like this, too. When you're that rich and you donate that much, think about the like the, the tax write-off. Right. Right? How much oh, yeah, of that are they getting Oh, yeah, you're going down back? in history. Right. There's yeah. a lot of... 
They might even name a wing after you. You get to put your name on the Notre Dame. Yes, your name will be cemented. That's a fucking ego boost. But can I interject about the conspiracy theorists? Have y'all watched Flat Earth? No. <laughs> okay, I, I believe not. it's on Netflix. I do not. It's my my I do not believe. Is not that big. Yeah. It's a it's a documentary <laughs> about mm. people that believe the Earth is flat. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I had to watch it in doses. I'm sure. Because sometimes wow. it was upsetting. Sometimes it was Stupid. too ridiculous for my brain to handle. Right. Sometimes it was interesting. Um, I did end up finishing it, I think, on my fourth try. But oh, okay. if okay. y'all want an experience, I highly recommend watching it. Okay. All right. Wow. We'll That's crazy. Yeah. Um, your boy, The Rock, on the cover of the latest issue of Time Magazine, is wonder, one of the 100 most influential people. Wow. Oh, I'll take it. So, um, seems legit. He's a big mover. Oh, he's he's a mover and a shaker. Yep. Yeah. Seems legit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about this Laurie Laughlin, but her and her husband pleaded not guilty to the charges. Oh, what Against him in the college, college admissions scandal. They I don't ha- know how they, they have could... evidence of money laundering now, too. Like, so sorry, we... Aunt Becky, you fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe a plea deal, and maybe they need to rethink that. But, yeah. Uh, she could here's some serious Here's the crazy thing about that, that you know? though. Is that after their idiot kids got through? Because basically they mm-hmm. paid to get past the testing, and then they had to go to school. Right. They were passing their classes, which makes you think that. Who were they paying to pass their classes? That's that's always been my question. <laughs> that's always been my question. Right. But like apparently the big struggle is taking that initial test and getting into the school, mm-hmm. and then from there the classes aren't actually as hard as people say. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like Conan O'Brien was like, yeah, I went to Harvard, and it actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, celebrity baby news includes uh, Teresa Palmer. This is the news that Sabrina mm-hmm. wanted me to not talk about. She, she hates the baby news. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but actress Teresa Palmer and her husband had uh, welcomed the new Who baby. I'm always mistaking for Amber Heard. Those two look alike. Teresa yes, Palmer and do. Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah. And Amber Heard, incidentally, was in the news recently. Yes, yeah, she was. Did you hear about this? Um, about uh, she's apparently reverse, trying to... Um, reverse all of her horrible the, allegations. the allegations that Johnny Depp... Um, because all the now? evidence, yeah. Because of all the evidence that shows that she was the one abusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. We'll have to see fishy. what happens there. Yeah. Um, also in baby news, um, Hoda from the Today Show uh, adopted our second daughter. I thought you almost said Hodor. Oh. Hodor. 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 Wow. <laughs> Expect to include Tatiana Ali and husband Von Raspberry nice. from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Donald Trump's son, Eric Trump, expecting a baby. So Donald Trump will oh. have 10 grandchildren. The oh. Antichrist. I was going to say, <laughs> did the kid have cloven hooves and a little tail? <laughs> um, Dance with stars uh, Val Tromskowski and Jenna Johnson got married. Say that three times fast. Um, shameless Did you say star. tracks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> shameless star Jeremy Allen White and actress Addison Timlin uh, mm-hmm. just got engaged. Who they were in Shameless together? Because I'm watching them now. Yes. I know this. I know Addison Timlin is also she was. Uh, you got to see her at Californication, yep. riding a completely nude on top of David Duchovny. She you know, she gets naked a lot. She and she was naked in Shameless a lot too. She was naked a lot in Shameless she too. She is not afraid to get naked. She's cool. She is completely cool. Yeah, yeah. And she's I could see why uh, he's uh, marrying her. <laughs> she's pretty hot. She's pretty hot. She's yeah. a good actress too. Yeah. Good actress. Uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Of course, we knew that they were divorcing, but they're officially officially, officially split skis. Single. Yeah. Somebody um, call um, Jennifer Aniston. Get her back on there. <laughs> 
Um, talk show host Wendy Williams has split from her husband, Kevin Hunter. <laughs> oh, I remember Wendy Williams. Yeah, because yeah, he already split a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, God. He cheated man. on Wendy and fathered a child with another woman. And, and showered the, the, the woman with, like, expensive gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. And was yeah. that Wendy Williams' money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, he is, like, an executive producer himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this is funny because our dear Sabrina mm. ha- fell in love with some Arabic prince online. Yeah. And all of a sudden she changed her relationship status. I'm in a relationship with this Arabic prince or whatever. Yeah. It's funny because I read this news and I thought about Sabrina, mm-hmm. but it's Lindsay Lohan's mom, Dina Lohan, had a five-year relationship with a man she's never met before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not like he lived in another country. He lived in San Francisco and she lived in New York. But he was caring for like his ill mother or something. Okay. But apparently they established each other as as together, Aww. never meeting in person. So it's like you've got mail. So uh, it wasn't catfishing. I, I guess it I wasn't heard really it catfishing, probably but it was. It probably was. It might have been to a degree some catfishing, but apparently they decided to split. Oh, they um, split. They're not together. They, they never yeah. got together. This what do you mean? Fun. This is my <laughs> they decided to split. Phase. After five years of an online relationship. Come on. Okay. <laughs> they decided to split. Right. Yeah. What? <laughs> five year relationship. This dude's like, yo, I'm hooking up with Lindsay Lohan's mom. And then she looks at him, she's like, nah. <laughs> and then that's it. That's nice. it. Like, yeah, he's just hugging his laptop. Yeah, yeah he right. says he's staying to take care of his grandmother. Yeah. Really? Staying at grandma's house because mm-hmm. homeboy lives yeah. in the basement. Continue. And just a couple WWE things, uh, which is exciting. The Raw SmackDown Superstar Shakeup. Did you catch Raw or SmackDown this past week? I, I didn't. There's some really big changes to Raw and SmackDown lying back with. I'm sure you'll be excited to know. Uh-oh. I don't know if you care to know. Uh, excuse me, I'm pretty sure Vanessa is oh, like so the we? biggest wrestling fan. She, she in the might room, be the biggest right? wrestling Actually, fan. Actually, I've been to two live events. Yeah, you go. Yes. See? She's like, I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to brag, but. I'm not a fan, but. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but new on Raw, AJ, AJ Styles moving over from SmackDown to Raw. Is Mr. The Miz a wrestling guy? No. Okay. <laughs> the Miz back on Raw. Ricochet and Aleister Black. Uh, the new tag team, the Viking Experience, which you could actually be a part of. I could be a part of the yeah. Viking Experience. Um, <laughs> Andrade and Zelina Vega. Rey Mysterio, the Usos, uh, Naomi, the Usos. EC3. That's like a Greek drink yeah. or little <laughs> or little pasta things. <laughs> the Rikishi's the, sons, the actually. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, Jimmy's uh, wife, Naomi, EC3. Lacey Evans, the new um, NXT uh, star, yep. who will be feuding with uh, Becky Lynch. You say, yep, like you know who we're talking about. I have about. no idea no, what we're talking about. She's a former Marine. Oh, oorah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Eric Young and Cedric Alexander are all on Raw after the shakeup. Cool. This is a big one for SmackDown. Because SmackDown really needs a big name to boost up their ratings when they move to Fox. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's big your, Nick. It's your boy, big Roman Nick. Reigns. Roman oh, Reigns. Moving from Raw to SmackDown. Didn't to he have like a up, cancer right? thing or something? He had a leukemia yeah. scare, but yeah. he, he got better. He's in remission. Yeah. He was mostly dead, but he got yeah. better. Elias, the um, singer-songwriter, um, he's great because he buries every city he's in. He buries he, every city. Yeah, so when he comes to Baltimore, he'll literally tear Baltimore apart. Damn. I love it. It's great. That's Just a, complete humor. Sounds expensive. Um, Vin <laughs> Baltimore, not much. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh, Vin Balor is my boy. Vin yep. Balor okay. on SmackDown, on the mm, Blue Brand. I do like that. Ember right. Moon. Does he still do the demon thing? Special occasions at WrestleMania, he pulled out the demon. Okay, cool. So that was cool. Bailey, Carrie Sane, uh, Liv Morgan, Mickey James—they're really building up the mm-hmm. women's division on SmackDown. 
Uh, <laughs> you know how you guys were feeling about the Star Wars when we were talking about Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel now. Right. <laughs> we're almost done. <laughs> oh, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. Um, a new huge star about the size of Big Nick is Lars Sullivan has joined the SmackDown roster. Damn, dude, I'm not that big. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's huge. He's this a big... is the girl, Lara? Lars. Oh, Lars. Lars, <laughs> Lars Sullivan, like, yeah. <laughs> Lara. <laughs> Lara. <laughs> Laura Sullivan. That's pretty funny. Uh, Buddy Murphy moves from 205 to SmackDown. Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, and Heavy Machinery. Uh, yeah, exactly. Shaking my head like <laughs> Heavy Machinery. They're Loki all Loki. on SmackDown. So a lot of big changes, you know? Okay. They And they got to do that. <laughs> Al is like, and the sad part is I am a wrestling fan. I'm just, <laughs> I just have been in the, but Al is like all by himself with his heat. And he's, <laughs> I'm he's, sorry, he's Al. amping it up. Like, I wish. He's like, yeah. And big machinery. <laughs> all on. Every, everybody's like. <laughs> you got it, Al. Okay, cool. <laughs> we, we went from snorkeling to snoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Al, I yeah. wish I could jump on this train <laughs> with you, man. Right. <laughs> We, we that. support you from, <laughs> from, from yep. afar. Okay. Big machinery. You got it. Yeah. So now with Finn Balor on SmackDown, now you have Samoa Joe. Yeah. And who's a U.S. champion. He is. Finn Balor, who's an Intercontinental champion. Yeah. Both on SmackDown. So I'm not sure if one of them is going to lose their titles. It's going to be a fucking shakeup. It is. It is gonna <laughs> I don't know gonna what's going to happen. Tell us more, Alex. <laughs> And the shield is breaking up. Oh, right my now. God. The shield is breaking That's, up. This wow. is bullshit. Wow. Fucking shit. Roman Reigns is now I can't believe this. Right. Wow. Seth Rollins is the universal champion of Raw. Okay. Dean Ambrose is leaving the company. I know who Seth Rollins is. Yeah. They're going to have a special yeah. on the WWE Network. Okay. Ooh. The Shield's last chapter this the Sunday. The Shield's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds very yep. dark and grim. And yeah. there's a couple injuries coming out of the recent uh, WrestleMania weeks. And yep. Recently, I know about, you know about one. One of them. Yes. So Daniel Bryan is Not dealing that one. Don't know who with, that is. <laughs> with an unknown injury since his match with Kofi Kingston. Where you he know, lost. you look like you could be kind of related to, to Daniel Bryan a little is bit. Is he a fat dude with a beard? You said that about Braun Strowman. Well, he I, does look like Braun Strowman. <laughs> he definitely okay, looks like Braun Strowman. Not every big, Come fat, on. white dude with a beard <laughs> no, looks like Daniel Bryan's not fat. Hold on, hold on. Wait, oh, okay. wait, wait. That's no, cool. Daniel Bryan's not fat. I but get Seth Rogen a lot. I can see that. But but I see Braun Strowman more. Oh, okay. Yeah, Can yeah. you see Braun Strowman? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I used to get Tank Abbott a lot from. Really? I see that too. Yeah. From really, NBA, Tank yeah. Abbott? Maybe. When yeah. I used to have, a, when this was a goatee, I I had a little bit more yeah. of a Tank Abbott yeah, vibe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, Do you yeah. know who Braun Strowman is? I have no fucking clue who that. Is. Oh my God! I'm gonna pull him up. From the 1700s. Well, that's not true. Line's <laughs> um, <laughs> gonna pull him up. Pull him up. <laughs> but yes, um, as Daniel Bryan had that amazing match with Kofi Kingston, where Kofi, Kofi. became the One. first 100% black. WWE champion. I'm about to say because he's, he's not half. the. I'm about to say he's not the, the first half. black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but he's the first full black. Full black. Yes. Um, all WWE champion. All black. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got it. <laughs> but his uh, uh, new day brother, Big E, tore his meniscus. Oh, so he's gonna be oh I've done that. You've done it before. No, I've torn uh, my meniscus in my MCL when yeah. I was like 16. Ugh. That was yeah. no Nobody know. Yeah, yeah he wow. got a um, cross body from Cesaro. Looks like he buckled his uh, yeah man his knee. That's from no, that, that's so. bad business there. Now bad are these business. injuries real or are this they is real injuries? Injuries. Yeah. injuries? Wrestling is okay. real, goddammit. it. Yeah, it's because Biggie was really not on fake. SmackDown this week. So. Yeah, 
Yeah. And very similarly, um, Nia Jax, um, who you know is The Rock's cousin. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, will be taking time off to, to deal with a torn ACL. Ooh, yeah. So same same, injury, same yeah. knee injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just know about the, um, Ronda Rousey. Ronnie Rousey right. actually broke her uh, hand. I mean, during her match you with uh, Strowman. Dude, let me, oh let, me get a little closer this. Oh let, me, let me get a little closer here. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vanessa. I'm like totally in your bubble there. Uh, you, oh, you dude. are. Okay. Yeah. Dude, you guys favor, dude. <laughs> yeah. You guys favor. Oh, you could be his brother. We're Seriously. talking about Braun Strowman, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh dude. my God. Yeah, I told you. You dude. guys. Dude. 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 I got to shave the side of dude. my head. Dude, you should you should go Te- to Comic Con. Hold on, hold dude. on. Say you the guy. Text it to Mrs. Captain. Say the guys think I look like this. Do you agree? All right, flare your nostrils. Oh my God, this is a great side by side. One more photo. Beautiful. Big Nick and Braun Strowman. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, dude. Ask, ask if, if you if you were to go to Comic Con as Braun Strowman, people would go. Dude, they would. Kids they would. Will they walk would. Up to you. They want your autograph. They will take pictures. Do you know how many times people thought I was Roman Reigns? <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me okay, see. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Fine. Dude. I'll, I, I guarantee you, I if, if, if she sent me that picture and I put it on thing, I was like in the studio tonight with Braun Strowman. <laughs> I guarantee you people are like, oh my God, that's <laughs> cool as on the way. than I do. Yeah. Well, I, I right. trimmed I'm about to say you, wedding, you just trimmed it. Yeah. I did for the wedding, but yeah. But Dude, yes. You should go to Comic-Con with Braun Strowman. <laughs> no, oh my goody, yeah. goody right. gumdrops. All right. But yeah, Bra- Ronda Rousey did break her hand during she her did. match with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Fair. As you know, she lost. Fucking Becky. She lost the uh, women's championship, she and did. of course, Becky is now Becky Two Belts. Becky, Becky Two Belts, Becky with, with the good hair. With Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Yeah. So congrats mm-hmm. to her. Uh, rumors that she's actually dating Seth Rollins. Who? Becky, Becky and Seth Rollins. Becky with the good hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Ronda Rousey taking time off from WWE. Apparently, she wants to start a family. Yeah. She posted start a photo popping out little Ronda on babies. Instagram with the hashtag impregnation vacation. Okay. It's so, that, you know, that is means that, no butt because stuff. That means. Because you know, <laughs> that sounds gross. Right, yeah. <laughs> but do you do you think it was partly due to to the losing the belt to type of thing? No. You know when was, she was, started when she started taking losses in in, in MMA. Then th- that's when she made her shift. Like she had like three losses in a row, and then, oh, then right. she's WWE's oh, predetermined people, so yeah. she was expecting this. You yeah. Know? Well, uh, yeah. No. You know. Here's the thing. But I here's, get but that. She is also. But t- that doesn't mean that she has to be happy with the decision that they yeah, make. Yeah. She is not someone that likes to lose. Period. Right. right. Like exactly. I remember interviews. Because I that. heard that yeah. that she was upset that they made the decision she was going to lose. Okay. Yeah. This is what I heard through the grapevine. Interesting about. enough, but now she incidentally wants to have now start impregnation a vacation, no butt stuff. Right. That's what that but means. But she eventually does want to return back to WWE. because she'll never lose to her kids. No. Got it? Yeah, they're, <laughs> yep. they're smaller, so she can like right. hit them harder. Exactly. And they another guy that's some places this child because of the beard. Okay. Because of the beard, a little bit of resemblance Luke Harper. I just got Mick Foley too. I used to yeah. People say like Mick Foley. But Luke I've Harper apparently Foley. wants to quit WWE. He put oh. in his request to be released. Well, nobody likes it. And WrestleMania, he did. Nobody likes a quitter. Well, Luke Harper wrestled at the Battle Royal WrestleMania. Or a spitter. Or a spitter. And apparently, shortly after that, requested his release from the company. Mm, okay. So we'll have to yeah. see where he goes. Oh, last mm. page. What we got? Yeah. Birthdays in the tonight's show, guys. Birthdays. Happy birthdays to Walter Frey from Game of Thrones. All the right. actor is David Bradley, who's 77 today. Game oh. of Thrones. 
Another Game of Thrones uh, actor is Sean Bean from Lord Sean of the Bean. Rings. Oh yes. Game of Thrones. Sixty as well. He's sixty. Holy shit! Wow. Crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, actor Joel Murray from The Artist and Dharma and Greg is fifty-seven. Um, Dharma and Greg. Oh man. Yeah, Layla Rashawn is fifty-five. Sounds like she Jenna Elfman. I had a crush on Jenna Elfman as a kid. Right. She was hot. I met her in person once. She's on Fear of the Walking Dead now. Is she? Yeah. I should watch that show. Actor William Manpather <laughs> of Lost is 54. William Leslie Vega of The Sopranos is 52. Henry. How's everybody so old? Did you yeah. see the pictures of the prequel for The Sopranos? Looks really good. Yeah. So they got um, the sons of J- James Gandolfini's well, son is yes, playing, playing uh, Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano and the fucking kid looks just like him. It's great. It's great. It's great cast. It's perfect they're, cast. They're actually, you, you, yeah, they're you actually missed that in TV I, I, news. Someone you missed just it in told TV me that news. they were doing casting yeah. in New Jersey right now. That's where yeah. they film it. You should jump on that, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm supposed to be getting sexy about on HBO. Group. Yeah. Actor, yeah, producer, Outside Adam of... McKay is 51 today. Who's no longer working with Will Ferrell anymore. Really? Yeah. That news came out a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Why? I didn't say. Ooh, the, the drama there. Yeah. Oh, who is that? The Casino guy. Adam McKay. He produced um, like Anchorman. The Big Short. Um, oh, okay. And um, Vice. Wow. Am I thinking of a different McKay then? Might be. It might oh. be. All right, never mind. Yeah. Continue. Did you say Encino Man, like the Brendan Fraser Encino <laughs> Which was my now jam. Now you're going really way back. That was my that. jam. Oh, my <laughs> God. There you go, buddy. Uh, okay. Happy birthday, Jennifer Garner is 47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Posh Spice, Victoria Beckham is 45. Still today. gorgeous. Yep, still smoking. Smoking. Tate Ellington of Quantico is 40. Quantico. Quantico. Which is not filmed at Quantico, because I was stationed at Quantico while I was in the Marine Corps. Oorah. Oorah. Uh, yeah, duh. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I thought they were looking for a sheriff or something a few years ago for the town. But it was like really hard to live in the town. Yeah. It's a very so, small like, town. So they couldn't find anyone. Oh, wow. They got the MPs, man. Cool. The MPs handle that shit now. No. I mean, they've always have. It's a military base. Military base. Right. How do you spell MP? Um, S. Oh. T. <laughs> oh. U. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> there was the next one, uh, P. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Kate Mara. I'm sorry. Rooney Mara. Sorry. Is, Rooney Mara. Is 34 today. Oh, she's my and age. And Luke Mitchell from The Code, a new show called The Code, and Blind Spot is 34. Okay. That's birthdays today. That's Happy birthdays. Birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We actually got through, we got through this it, whole man. thing. Can you believe Good it? Good gosh almighty. You know, Good whenever me and Lion, when me and Lion are on <laughs> the show, we all, like, things just get dragged out, man. We're too damn chatty in here. It's, you guys are chatty. And then we got, and then we got Triple Dubs just Triple dubs. I love down. Triple Dubs. Could that be the nickname? Uh, Vanessa Triple <laughs> Dubs Meadows? Or Either snorkels. that or snorkel. I think Miss Snorkels. Miss Snorkels. <laughs> ring to it. The snorkels. Or triple dubs. Well, you know, you I mean, why not I, both? I Depending on the mood. I, I mean, they call me Big Nick. They call me the Captain. <laughs> yes. Like, you know. I have, a, and I have tons of names. You got tons yeah. of names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tons Just of a names. few of them on BTV. Just a few of them on BTV. I forgot about the members of SWAT team. You yeah. like both? Yeah. We did forget the SWAT team. The SWAT team. Do you want to tell Vanessa what SWAT team stands for? No. Okay. <laughs> On that note, let's end tonight's Below the Belt show. That's right. In the mood of Star Wars, God damn Phil it. Fondacaro, who Phil is Fondacaro. an actor that has been on Willow and Return of the Jedi yeah. and um, a lot of other. Bad Santa. 
Yes, he's been a lot of yes, Bad oh, Santa as well. Yes. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about that dude, Bad yes. Santa. Yes. So I got to talk to him at Monster Mania Convention. That dude's cool as shit. Um, I'm jealous. And tonight's man. show with that, and of course, thank you so much for our special Colin guest, yeah. Cecilia Leal. Oh. Yeah, and Cecilia Leal. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I just phoned it in while I was here, so that's why I said thank you. <laughs> Cecilia Leal on Cloak and Dagger, and of course, Christine Lee, Lee. Yeah. who plays Sun in yeah. Black Summer. Black on Netflix, Summer, which man. I cannot yeah. wait. I just. Like, I want to go home and keep watching Called it. Black Summer, but they're all wearing coats. I thought it was a series about your vacation. <laughs> yeah. First. I thought this was... <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, too sleepy to say anything, man. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, yes, on behalf <laughs> of our great studio, now you can, now you can come. <laughs> Thank Vanessa you. Meadows, a.k.a. Miss Snorkels, a.k.a. Triple, Triple Dubs. Dubs. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's good. You came up That's with good. it. It's great. Yeah, we got it. That's so special. Vanessa, yeah. thank, thank you so, so much, much for being a great co-host. AKA the Scarlet oh, Willow. The Scarlet <laughs> Willow. Yeah. No, thanks, for, thanks for having me again. I, I hope to be back again. You're amazing. Thanks, and she's been hanging on the cookies this whole time. Yeah. Big Nick, <laughs> the captain. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. The Cal Drogo from the hood to Hollywood. Thank y'all for coming out. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I'm Al Celebrity Soto, guys. We'll end tonight with Phil Fondacaro's interview, and we'll see you next week. Until then, Peace. we out, bitch! Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Al Soto here with actor extraordinaire Phil Fondacaro. Are you having a great time here at Monster Mania? Yes, I am having a great time. Right. Awesome. So what's been the highlight so far of this convention for you? All the all the response from all the fans. Yes. Now, now, what do most fans talk about from all your body of work? What do they talk about the most? What are they most fanish about? Um, Star Wars things have a yes. lot to do. The Willow has a lot to do. But uh, I've got a nice group of uh, Full Moon Empire pictures that I did well before. And they're discovering that I'm doing, I've done a lot, a body of work. Everything from Sabrina the Teenage Witch to Northern Exposure yes. to, to Evil Bong to Sideshow to Meridian, Blood Dolls. Yes. It's, it's been very, very good. Very awesome. good. Tell us about working in the Ewok costume. How hot did it get working in those uh, in those scenes with the full Ewok costume? Just as hot as being in the Greaser Greg costume. For Garbage Pail, just as bad as being in Fuzz Bucket for Walt Disney. Right. Just as bad as being in all the full body costumes I've been in. So It's a little tough, huh? It's, it's tough. <laughs> right on. I try not to do it anymore. So what is your relationship with uh, Warwick Davis? I know uh, Warwick's uh, been in um, you know, Return of the Jedi with you, and of course he's done a lot of the other Star Wars films. Are you still in touch? Yes, we're, we're friends. I think we can say we're... I mean, I met him when he was 12 years old and on mm-hmm. uh, Return of the Jedi. Right. And uh, we did Willow together. We we talk. We chat. I've done some cards with him. Yeah. On in England, and I haven't done any here in the United States. So, Warwick, you gotta come. Who would win in a fight? You're uh, Warwick. In a fight? Yeah. So you're saying like a troll fighting uh, leprechaun? <laughs> uh, I, 
now I, I think he, he got the he got youth on his side. <laughs> got youth, but you got the tenacity. I still have the tenacity. I'm still here. I'm still here. Right on. Any other dream projects uh, that you would love to work on that you haven't worked on yet? Uh, I, I would have liked to have worked on a, a Willow Tree. You know, Vodkar's uh, character was very small, but mm -hmm. but it would have been nice to move on and see what happened after Willow yes. comes back to the. I agree. Yeah. And it, and if asked to be back in the Star Wars universe for another Star Wars yeah. film, would you do it? Uh, I would do it if I didn't have to put on full. Full body costume. Full body costume. If You're like a. Come up with some kind of character where I. Yeah, you need some breathing room. Yes, you do. <laughs> there you go. Well, guys, it's Phil Vamacaro here at Monsamira. Thanks so much for talking with us here at Below the Belt Show. Thank you. This is Phil Vamacaro for Below the Belt. I'm known for a lot of things. <laughs> but Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Willow. There you go. Troll, Coolies <laughs> Chew. I have to recite my resume now, right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.